Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. Hey, how you doing there, Chelsea? Hey, what do you think about Ryan Day, huh? Hey, yeah, pretty uh, good, eh? Pretty good beard on that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty good. Definitely doesn't color it, you know what I'll I mean? I'll tell hey? you from, he's from New Hampshire. He knows how to run a snow machine. They <laughs> don't right. call them snowmobiles, Stone, they call snow them machine. snow machines. <laughs> you got a blower? You got a nice little snow yeah. blower out there, yeah? That's a that's a hefty hey, one. we're going to go uh, home and hoover the house. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot! And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. re Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Well, welcome in. What a Monday it's been. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. And uh, hello, Jen. Hi, sorry in advance. Sorry in advance for, oh, for for you being being here? Yeah, for not being Common Man. Oh, don't don't apologize for that. It's okay. Okay. He, he hates that he's him. That so is also 100% you shouldn't, he, true. He, he does not like that he's him, so no. you should not apologize for you not being him. No. Nobody should. Uh, we have plenty to get to today. Uh, of course, it is the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. Uh, but it's going to be a long, long while before we get there, guys, because we have <laughs> I a mean, lot to unpack. It's, it's honestly, I was driving in today, and I've never felt such, like, coming in here like, I I've never thought about asking the bosses for an extra hour, but I feel like today no. is the type of day where I I'm not going right. to. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm, you don't need to hear me for another hour. And quite honestly, I probably would run out of steam about halfway through that hour. But the point is, I don't feel like three hours is adequate enough time to get into all the stuff that no. deserves our attention today. Well, and I could tell you were very excited because you texted me as I was driving in this morning and it was a, it was a long it was a pretty long text and I'm like, "Oh, he's ready. He's ready to go." Oh, I, yeah. We don't talk show prep this early in the morning, so Bone is Bone is ready. Well, of course, uh there are plenty of things to discuss. And it's not like I want to be clear, I'm not necessarily excited about all of this, but it's just well, some of there's it is so exciting. many things happening. Yeah. We had, of course, you know, we're going to talk a lot about the transfer portal we're going to talk about ohio state Kyle mccord all the other guys in the portal too the walton family has now decided to enter the portal all of all everything everything's happening so we're going to get into all of that stuff we have the college football playoffs which we can talk about i feel like that alone i could do an hour (laughs) on why i have now become a florida state fan i have just apparently go Knowles. like i've adopted (laughs) apparently everything with them out of nowhere so we'll We'll discuss that weird transition where now I'm just so I'm so upset for Florida State. I'm so ticked off. I don't even know where to begin with that. And then, uh, of course, you know, I'm very excited about my Columbus crew, your Columbus crew, our well, Columbus crew. Our Columbus crew. They have made it to MLS <laughs> Cup and MLS Cup is here. Yes. Saturday at 4 p.m. at lower.com field. It was in the studio today. The Well, the Eastern the Eastern Conference. Oh, was that what that yeah, was? Yeah, the, the, oh, okay. the Eastern Conference Cup. The Cup for the Eastern Conference winners 
that was here as the crew down FC Cincinnati in Hell is Real yes. Eastern Conference Final Edition. Part three. Three to two. Extra time winner. Jen, you watched this thing. I did. I screamed. I was by myself because non-sports Matt was at Galaxy Con as he should be, you know, enjoying the comic book and the, the pop culture-y stuff. That's what he likes. He's not sports fan. Yeah. And so I had the uh, the smaller TV in the living room was on, I want to say it was ACC or whoever the hell was playing their championship game. And then, um, yeah. And then I had crew on the, on the big screen and I was riveted and I'm not like a soccer person. I I think a lot of us can admit to that. Unlike you, because that's all you, but I was so just, tuned in and fixed on all of this i didn't want to like i didn't want to move i didn't want to do anything that would jinx anything that was going on um i really thought it at halftime that things were were not going to turn out the way that they did and i was really bummed and by the time non-sports mac walked through the front door they scored their third goal and i was like yeah oh yeah and and he's like why are you why are you cheering at soccer that's all he said Right. And as you, dude, you don't get it. This is a big deal. And he's like, okay. And then he just left. It's not just a big deal. It's it's that they beat FC Cincinnati. Or yes. as I like to call them, Kentucky FC. I, I call them Covington FC. Or I mean, Kentucky FC is also good too. Yeah. yeah. I like Covington FC. That's yeah. nice. But they, they, uh, they beat them in Cincinnati after going down 2 nothing, And so all the way back... 70th minute, they kind of made some sub 65th minute. Mm-hmm. And Wilfried Nancy, who is a great manager, I'm telling you guys, he could be a manager in a Premier League team. That's how good he is. Could you believe I don't that say that lightly. We we dealt with Greg Burholter last season and how sad and mad you were about oh, that. Caleb Porter. Oh, I'm That's sorry. Who we had. Caleb, Caleb Porter, Porter. Yes. Greg Burholter is with the national team. That's, That's right. okay. Yes. Say, but, but he was I was here. mad. I was mad with Again, Porter. Burholter was here. Learning yeah. soccer. Sorry. Okay. I know that some guys on Twitter are gonna call me out and it's okay. Suck it. Anyway, right. um but I knew the the depths of despair that you had faced this time last year and you know this this whole thing changes so i mean you have to be on cloud nine i'm excited i mean there's no doubt about that it it is i equate this for people who don't watch soccer like this crew team specifically this was like ohio state beating bama in a way the crew are the bama in this analogy in a sense but <laughs> like how we all felt as buckeye fans after we beat bama yes. and it's like oh now you got to go play oregon we're like all that's right easy. now that's again it's not that easy. Like they do have to go out and the crew have to go win this game MLS cup, but be, you couldn't lose to Cincinnati. You no. could not do it to FCC. So they didn't. And that crowd is scary. What down there? Yeah. Oh yeah. They were, they were into it. That, of uh, they, 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 they kind of scared the crap out of me. You know what they did until like the crew got a goal and yeah. then their fans were like, Oh no. And they, they just puckered. They got so puckery. <laughs> oh no. Like they just were so like scared once we got a goal. Cause they knew as soon as we got one, we're getting three. They were, they knew it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I get it. They've been watching soccer for like the better part of five years. They're not really well versed as crew fans are right. been there, done that. We're ready for anything. They're like puckering. They don't know what to do. They got real quiet when the crew scored that second goal. And then 30 minutes of just pure domination by the crew to get the third one. It's great. I'm just Love glad it. it didn't go into penalty kicks because that is, oh, I hate, I, no, that I don't is want so that. unnecessary. I don't want that. Why can't we just play more soccer? Well, that's right. I'm, I'm with you. I hate penalty <laughs> kicks, but just keep playing until everybody just passes out from exhaustion. 100% agree. Okay, this that's is, what, that's what 
Kentucky FC were doing there at the very end. Yeah. So I'll continue to have thoughts on the crew. Obviously, we'll have continuing thoughts on that all week. We are going to talk to one of the heroes of that game, Patrick Schulte, the goalkeeper for the crew. Exciting. We're going to talk to him at 518. So get ready for that. Uh, now we will talk about the other ginormous story that it, oh, this morning at like, I, I got out of the shower. I was drying my hair. I looked at my phone and I said, do what now? Yeah. It's at around six thirty, seven o'clock. Holy crap. Kyle McCord <laughs> has entered the transfer portal for Ohio state. And, uh, oh. that is, there are some people who might take some joy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of them are sitting in the studio. I am. I'm right here and I don't care. That <laughs> is. Very happy to see him sorry, leave. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And if it makes me an insufferable Buckeye fan, then let it be. I'm. I wish him nothing but the best, though, because I mean, he's just a kid. You know, he's tried his best. He did what he could with what he had, and and you know, that's that's just what happens. And you know, somebody will pick him up. Yeah, he'll I, end I, up. He'll be somebody good for like Boston College or maybe Rutgers or who knows. Just not. Not big time football. Well, here here's the thing I take away from this because I number one I was completely wrong. I multiple times we were discussing this on the show in the last couple, you know, well, last week I guess, and basically saying what do we think is going to happen? And I said I I think Ryan Day is probably going to stick with Kyle McCord. He may like explore the portal for a bit, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think he's going to look at the fact you have a year of experience and hope that he can just get Kyle McCord to be better. I did not think Kyle McCord would just opt out. But that tells me that Ryan Day, I, I would guess, had some inkling that this was going to happen, almost to the point of exploring the portal and starting yeah. to put feelers out there. I, I'd have to think. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he was blindsided by this. Uh, the statement from Kyle McCord said, I'm extremely thankful for my time at OSU. Playing in the Scarlet and Gray was truly an honor. I'm grateful for all the lifelong relationships I've made along the way here in Columbus, my teammates, my brothers. I appreciate you, each and every one of you. Thank you to Coach Day, Coach Dennis, Coach Fitch, and every and the rest of the t- staff there and support teams. So, yeah, I mean, this this is a nice statement. I don't blame him for seeking other opportunities. I no. think it presents a nice opportunity for Ohio State now to find someone who can take you to that next level. I am I'm not nervous about Ohio State being able to find that person. Absolutely not. No, no. I, the only reason I say that is because I'm, you know, full of myself and it's like, what's Ohio State? It's a big school. But then maybe when you stop and you think about it, it's like, well, we've started to see some decommitments from future, you know, Buckeyes who have said they're they're committing and then they kind of back out like, you know, and decide they're going to go to the U for some reason. And I, I don't know, maybe, maybe this, I hope this doesn't mean things are going to start to crumble. Um, but I, I like it right now. Maybe somebody else can come in and, and, and do a little bit better. Or, you know, we never know. Aaron Noland, I have said since September <laughs> that this is a bridge year <laughs> between C.J. Stroud and Aaron Noland, and I will die on that hill. Wow. Well, I could see it being a bridge year, but couldn't you see it? There's a way to look at that and say Kyle McCord could have been the guy next year to be, you know, senior and mm. one more year and maybe he gets better. Mm. Aaron Nolan sits behind him. If mm. there's an injury, of course, then yeah. he could maybe step in. But now, I mean, I, I really don't think Ryan Day's role. I, again, I've been wrong. I don't think Ryan Day's rolling with a true freshman, you know, who's getting on campus. I mean, you're, you're that, right. That part that's is going to be one tough. Part is that it, yes, he is a true freshman, but at the same time, I don't know. I think I have more belief in him than I did with, with McCord. I mean, 
I know I'm kind of stating the obvious here, but Aaron Nolan is not here yet no. because you can't be. He can't be yet. here. Like, he can't even officially commit yet. No. And we're already like, there are some members of, of Buckeye fans who are like, it's he's going to be the guy, maybe, or maybe there's a transfer guy coming in. I mean, that's something we will definitely explore as we get going on the we show. We also have Devin Brown, who was proven to be really good at that goal line running back. For, yes, know, that one and he was also game. a guy who couldn't beat out Kyle McCord for some reason. So there's that well, too. Well, there was that, but he was also injured. That's well, the other in, thing. In, in spring ball, spring he was. Ball. But I don't know. That's a lot of injuries already in one year. Are we? I mean, because remember, he got injured playing that goal line position. Oh, the position then, he's not supposed to normally play. Right. Yeah. And then also got injured yeah. before the spring game. I'm just. I don't want to put a. You I know, know. A I knock know. on him and say he's definitely injury prone. But the whole point here is. This is very up in the air, what Ohio State's doing next year. For some people, that's a, like a look at it is opportunity. It is yes, an opportunity. Yes, this is a chance to get a better quarterback. For others, it's it's worrisome. I tend to fall more in the side of, I think there's good coming out of this, but yeah, it's definitely put things in flux. So much to discuss there. We also, though, get you know a, a better chance of making a playoff than we did this year. <laughs> I would hope so. I, well, <laughs> yeah, there's 12 now as to opposed 12. to four. Yeah, so now it's just about getting the team right for that, yes. basically. Yeah. Only game, the only game that before that, the one that matters to me is Michigan. So that's going to be yeah, that's, the other. That's me- problematic. Just too. that little game. Just that little thing. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, the college football playoffs effectively died yesterday. We'll discuss that next. <laughs> it's Common Man and T-Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for some stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 70 on the east side between Livingston Avenue and 33. And we've got an accident blocking the right lane on southbound Hillard Rome Road at Fisher Road. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. It is a Yikes Monday. We'll be doing that at 534 also going to talk with Patrick Schulte, crew goalkeeper, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. One of the heroes of that team that beat FC Cincinnati, got them to MLS Cup. This is now the fourth time the crew have been in MLS Cup. They've won two of those previous three. This could be three out of four if they can get LAFC. That's the opponent Saturday, 4 p.m. at lower.com field. So we will be talking about that throughout the day as well. But big news as well with Ryan Day having a bunch of guys jump in the transfer portal, Mm -hmm. most notably Kyle McCord. So that's on the front burner. I'm trying to find it. I know we have it in here. The, uh, have you seen the cut or heard the cut of Ryan day talking about, uh, kind of like where he, where he was at with Kyle McCord and with, uh, quarterbacks next year. Yeah. Basically just saying it's all, you know, wide open basically. 
here. This is this is from yesterday, apparently. Ryan Day, I don't know exactly what the question was. What it says in here is Ryan Day noncommittal to Kyle McCord for Cotton Bowl and 2024. And I'm not sure what prompted this answer that he gave, but it's apparently some kind of question along the lines of who is going to be starting for you down the road at Ohio State at quarterback. So here we go. I just, I think that that's, that's kind of a long way away right now. Um, you know, we're going to get back to work here. Um, we'll probably have, we had a practice last week. We'll have a practice coming up this weekend and the guys will get out there and compete and, and grind and, um, and we'll take it from there. Uh, you know, I can't sit here and tell you I know for sure about any of those things right now, but um, everyone's going to have an opportunity to compete and you know get after it during bowl practice, and and then when it's time to go play in the game, we'll figure out you know who who should get the reps and and go from there. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't really have a great answer for that just yet. Yeah, that sounds like a guy who was uh-huh. under the impression that something was changing, but wasn't sure exactly to what level he was willing to talk about it quite yet. Maybe yeah. maybe he did not know Kyle McCord was going to do this today, but. It definitely sounds like someone not committal on anyone's starting yeah. job, basically. I would and, love yeah. to know, and if it will ever come out, what happened, how long it took for things to, you know, finally happen where, where Ryan knew that Kyle would be putting his name in the portal once it opened up. Like, I, I like those little behind the scene things, and I hope someday we can find well, out what happens. I hope so. Um, we'll talk college football playoffs here, because if you missed it... <laughs> That was also a big story yesterday. It was, it was Tito and I were on uh, Fan Sports Sunday yesterday while all of this was happening, and it, I was a little bummed because we couldn't hear what the the guys on ESPN were saying. And I know that that Booger McFarland was beyond livid. Yeah. It well. So if you missed all of this over the weekend, of course, Michigan beat Iowa, Big Ten championship game. No surprise there. No. Uh, Bama beating Georgia. A little bit of a surprise. I mean, Georgia, obviously not as good as I think they have been over the years. I don't think either of those teams are no. dominant like they used to no. be. Still very good. And Alabama got them in the SEC title game. The problem with that was Texas annihilated Oklahoma State. Oh, they had no problem with them whatsoever. And Texas beat Alabama earlier in the year. Yes. So if you're going to put an SEC champion in, you should probably put in the team that <laughs> yeah. beat them and won their conference championship in Texas. And then, of course, you got Washington, which... Yes. We started off on Friday. We were uh, Timmy and I were talking about this. I couldn't believe the line on that game was still like Oregon favored by a touchdown plus. Oh, wow. Washington beat them earlier in the season. Yet Washington had been kind of, you know, floating along, yeah. barely beating some of these lesser thans while Oregon was rolling over teams. So people thought Oregon's playing better. They're going to come in. They're going to get revenge. Didn't happen that Not way. Not at all. Washington had their foot on the gas early and often. And showed that they are one of the best teams in college football. It was clearly. a fun game. I, I was able it to was. catch the final half, and it was really fun. Yeah, and Oregon put up a good fight, came mm-hmm. back, tried to make it a thing, and then Washington was like, all right, we got that, and you're done, yeah. and shut it down. So, obviously, Michigan-Washington, they're getting in. Florida State won their game against Louisville. That it was, was a, It was a little close. ACC title game. It was what ten nothing at halftime. Or yeah, something. I think the final score was sixteen to six. Yeah, not a lot of great offense in that game. No. But the reality is this: committee had a decision to make after you get past uh, Michigan and Washington. Mm-hmm. You had a bunch of teams vying for essentially two spots. You had an undefeated ACC champion in Florida State, yeah. albeit with their third string quarterback playing. Because that's never taken that's anyone never, to a national championship not sound before. Familiar whatsoever. No. Hey, Cardale. Yeah. So that they looked at and said, we can't in good faith put Florida State in over Bama and Texas. 
And <sighs> Jen, I know I don't I know. know if you're as worked up about this as I am, I, but I am. You are. You are. I'm just going to let you go. I don't understand why we're playing. Why are we playing these games? Honest to God, why? Why even have these games? Florida State played all 13 of their games and won them. That's that's what you're supposed to do. That's what they were yeah. asked to do. Yeah. Yes, they won it with the back backup quarterback and then a second backup quarterback because the first one got a concussion. But the committee basically looked at that and said, yeah, we know Florida State sucks. We know they would not be better than Bama or Texas in that spot. Now, I think what they should have done is put Florida State in and put Texas in and said, sorry, SEC. Maybe you don't have a good, have a better non-conference schedule because we can look to Texas. They went out of the non-conference. Who'd they beat? Oh, that's right. They beat Alabama. SEC school. Where'd they beat them? Was that neutral site? No, that was in Alabama. Yeah. Okay. So they did that. Then, then what did what did we have with Florida State? Did they go play in SEC? Oh, they did. Oh, they, they played did. LSU. Yeah. They beat them. Yep. So they went out of conference and beat LSU. And last I checked, everyone raves about how great Jaden Daniels is and all that stuff, except for maybe the record of the actual team. But beyond that, hey, who knows? Like, I'm just saying, Florida State fans have every right to be pissed about this. They have every right to say this is a terrible system it's a joke i don't know why we're bothering to play these games to me this this four-team playoff is stupid and i like if you're not going to include florida state in this it makes no sense to me and i've heard herbie try to describe it i've heard all these people try to tell me wow well but you see uh we think Bama's more competitive that's great you know what people thought before that oregon washington game they thought oregon was going to win they thought oregon had a better team played better all that they were wrong that's why you play these games I believe that Florida State did everything they have to do to earn the right to play. You can look at every other team that got in in Texas and Alabama, two teams, and say, well, if they wanted to be in, they shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah. I, I, Florida State lost zero games. I know. I get it. I don't know what to tell you. That sucks, but it they lost zero games. So if they are in a Power 5 conference, they won their championship, and they lost zero games, I don't care. If their entire offense has <laughs> Ebola, they should be in the game. And if they lose by 50, they lose by 50. They earned the right to be there. It's a joke that we're doing this best teams thing when we don't know who the best teams are until we play these games. That's how we know. All I'm saying is when Ohio State had to deal with the consequences that Florida State, unfortunately, you know, went through as well. Ohio State was able to go to the Big Ten Championship and they boat raced Wisconsin, which was something Florida State was unable to do against Louisville. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. And yes, it's like pre it's it is. It's like verbatim the same story, but for some reason Ohio State gets in and Florida State doesn't get in and I I I see both sides. I really do. But as someone who doesn't give a flying f about yeah. the ACC and Florida State it just makes me laugh, and and I feel bad. I feel well, bad for the fans. I feel bad for the kids on the team, the coaches, whatever. Y'all are getting paid way too much money anyway. I so cry to your hundred dollar bills, but um, I, I it's just funny because I'm just glad Ohio State had nothing to do with any of this. Because if Ohio State found their way to be in here, it just would have been even worse. Well, no, the Ohio State's chances were done. I know, they, they Washington were won. Done. Yeah, that was all. That but was at all the over, same but. time, I'm just like, I like to sit back and just watch chaos happen. And that's exactly what it is. And it's, I mean, yes, it's ugly. And I do. I feel really bad for the fan base. And I feel bad, bad, bad for the kids. But remember, you aren't that far removed from Jameis Winston. Okay. You have, what you is- have a title. 
That's a weird. No, that's a stupid take. Sorry, Jen. That's dumb. <laughs> you have a title, Makes no sense. And it you don't, be, don't be mad because Jameis Winston won you a title <laughs> sucking on his crab legs. Yeah. No, it makes no he sense. Said, he ate that W. That makes so no, there you then go. We, then we shouldn't be he mad. We lost to Michigan because we, we beat him when Tress was here, right? Hey, we beat him when hey, Urban hey. was here. Why should we be mad that we, we lost to Michigan? Enjoy those wins hey. from seven years ago. I, I, that's go. that's the thing. He, they got they have one. They have a national title. That's within the past. You Jen, know, Jen within this era of the the no. college football playoff. It's no, fine. No, it's no. Fine. This is wrong, and I will yell about it for seventy two more segments. I'm going to just scream. I know. I just whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Y'all have a title. It's fine. Wow, that's so dismissive. I, you know what? That's, well, I, I'm that's sorry. Jen. That's me. I'm a Steelers fan. I know. That's right. Jen. Jen's like, if, tell, call me when you've won six of them or whatever. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's very elitist of you, Jen. It is, and I love uh-huh. it. Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm on the high horse. There you go. An SEC coach had a funny moment with some priceless audio. I'll play that for you next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You'll find stop-and-go traffic on northbound 71 south side between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. And watch out for an accident on southbound High Street approaching Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one, half-off traditional wings every Tuesday. And buy one, get one, free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. It is one of our favorite days of the week. It's Yikes Monday. The segment that's not a segment coming up at 534. Before that, we're going to talk to Patrick Schulte from the Columbus crew. Helping save the crew in that game. Got them a big stop right before the crew went on their tear and ended up winning 3-2. to at uh, FC Cincinnati to secure Hell is Real. So, and of course, Eastern Conference Final. That's kind of a big thing, too. That was very excited my, about that. My favorite thing, though, about this morning with you is Jeff upstairs, one of our sales guys. He's like, Are you going to wear that jersey every day this week? Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing one of his. I have one of, one of my crew jerseys on. on. I have, I have many. <laughs> Some of which fit me, many of which do not, <laughs> but just, that's okay. I have them. It just them. made me laugh. He's like, oh, are you going to wear that all week? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was already planning on my outfits for the days. Yes. Oh, I was trying to figure I out because I mean, that. hey, it's, it's my team in MLS cup. What am I going to say? I'm going to listen. If the jackets made the Stanley cup final, which I know laugh, insert laugh here, but like, I feel like everyone at this station would be like shutting down their life yeah, to like they would. go do that. So when I get that with this is what it is no, for it's me. Just a big deal. And I would, by the way, I would do that for the Blue Jackets too. Yeah. But this is the one that like let's live in reality where it actually happens, not in fantasy land where the Jackets <laughs> are like, oh, if they ever made Stanley <laughs> Cup, yeah, how'd that go? Last night, by the way, uh, you what Jackets coverage? I forgot. We're mandated. We got to do it. <laughs> yes. Three to one losers to Boston, mm-hmm. and who would they give up all three goals to? Andrew Marshawn. Marshawn. Yeah, Andrew Marshawn. Him too. Brad Marshawn. Brad Marshawn. 
<laughs> Andrew Marshawn is what the NFL reporter yes. is. That, yeah, he, you know he probably could score a hat trick against the Jackets too. But Brad Marchand actually did, and it was the quickest three goals after the start of a period mm. in the history of Boston hockey. Is that a is that a long-standing franchise in the NHL? I forget. Oh, oh wait, I that's know, right. Maybe one of, yeah, one of the original six. That's all. So anyway, kind of a historic night you had there. I I, I, I don't know. I just. No, that's it's, fine. No, it, done. no, and I, I'm glad I, the dads got to go and watch their crap ass sons play and suck. I that's think I good. need to get a shirt. I have a crew shirt, but I've worn it to sleep, and so it's got like you know toothpaste stains and all sorts of stuff on it. So I think I need to go Listen, on fanatics and just find a new shirt. I don't want to pit the crew and the Blue Jackets yeah. against each other because I root for both. And no, I, I do think too. most Columbus sports fans can find room in their hearts for both. You may like hockey more than you like soccer or vice versa. I see them on the same level there you actually. Go. That's I mean me. that's fair as far as like your interest level, you're interested in both. You're interested yeah. in them being good. Well, in that case, I'm just making the point that as a fan, one of them has made me feel Great oh, yeah. for the majority of their time, and the other one has made me feel miserable for the majority of their time. So which one do you think gets more of my attention? The one that makes me feel great when they go out and win all the time. They've been in nine conference finals. <laughs> no, but I hear I will see her sometimes from some like jackets only fans. Yeah. And I don't that's that came out wrong. Only jackets, jackets only fans. fans. You know what I mean? That's that right. new pay-per-view <laughs> website. I will though hear sometimes from only Jackets fans. That makes go. more sense. There you go. That it's like, well, it's easier to win an MLS Cup. Is it? They got as many teams as the NHL does, basically, and they can get players from all over the world. They're like the NHL can, but there are leagues better than the NHL <laughs> is compared to MLS. There's leagues better than there that they have to fight with to get these players. So you're actually in a pool with like hundreds of leagues around the world, and yet the crew find a way to get the best players here consistently, something we haven't been able to do with the Jackets consistently Mm-mm. despite there being one league and only a few of those teams not thousands of prof- anyway, hey look there's let's some- make more excuses for the jackets is what i'm saying meanwhile there- the crew are just going to keep winning trophies there's some crew shirts that still have the old logo on it on fanatics yeah they've they've kind of done that they've put the throwbacks on there is what they're calling them so oh. that you can get the circle logo or you can get the old three well, construction workers logo why, yeah why are they so expensive though because it's fanatics. No, fanatics because sucks. I go to the NFL. I I have a, a cart always full of Steelers things, and their sales are legit. This is none of this stuff is on sale. Oh wow! Well, maybe that's I don't know. I guess I, I'm I just wearing know. my hat this week. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> maybe if they win, fine. I'll e- buy a I'll, I'll buy you, a championship T-shirt. eBay is your friend, and yeah, there will be championship T-shirts if they win. Now they have to win. That's a whole thing. But right? Yeah, but now of- hold off for that. Then I'll just wear a hat. Hey, speaking of big games. Yes. The Cotton Bowl. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. I'm Woo! so excited. It's a Friday night football game, you guys. Not high school. Not high school Friday no, night football. No, no, because that would that would ruin things. That would ruin things. Oh. Anyway, all of Ohio State fandom is super thrilled to be playing check schedule. Missouri. God. But, it, it, <laughs> but I will say this. I do like Eli Drinkwitz, their head coach. This was a nice moment he had when he found out who he was going to be playing. He was talking to ESPN yeah. about playing Ohio State. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys, I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallion's beeping in right here. I'm trying to get a few <laughs> signals here, so I got to go. Uh, but but as soon as we get done, you know, look forward to competing against Ryan Day, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> 
excuse the overlapping from the TV <sighs> people, but that's fine. Yeah, you know what? I did like that joke. It's I a mean, nice it joke. It is pretty funny. You it's think- nice coming from a coach, right? right? I mean, this is a coach joking about an actual college football scandal that got a lot of hand-wringing and so, national headlines. Hey, but you know what, though? It's all fine in games until there's a fake Eli who shows up on McAfee and starts, you know, throwing barbs at uh, oh, yeah. at, at Ryan Day. That's right. He goes that would be, off. That would be fun if they could have a fake Eli Drinkwitz that, that could come in. That would be awesome. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, the Buckeyes opened as a six and a half point favorite in this game, and then everyone hit the transfer portal, and now I think we're like field goal favorites. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it swings the other way from Missouri. Mm-hmm. I don't ooh, know how you... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, if it goes the other way from Missouri, yeah, take that. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. You don't think, you think Ohio State's going to mop the floor with Missouri? Of course. I don't. Oh, come on. I don't. No, I don't. Listen, you have a program that is going to be trying out quarterbacks. You have half the, Julian Fleming's in the transfer portal too. We mentioned Kyle McCord. It's not just Kyle McCord. It's Julian Fleming, a bunch of other guys from the defense. Mom, dad. Everybody. The whole, yeah, the whole, the whole gang is like in the portal. This is, and now again, they're also going to have guys coming into the portal. Yes. I don't think they can play in the bowl game when they do that. If I'm not, if I'm mistaken, please let me know. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. Right. I would meanwhile expect them to. Missouri will probably have some guys doing that as well. But I mean, they're gonna Missouri's gonna treat this like it's it's their you know national championship national championship game, and we are treating it like a huge disappointment. So because I, it is, well, it is. I'm it saying is. Ryan Day's trying to fix this program to beat Michigan, and now you got to go focus on Eli Drinkwitz. No, I mean, but Come that's. On. I mean, cool. they're gonna try. I'm just saying, I. This game has no juice for me. It has other than other than the tra- it's, it's like watching the spring game. I'm going to be looking for it. I don't care what the result is. I just want to see who can throw a ball. Do you who think can coaches, throw it accurately? Will the coaches stand out on the field like they do for the spring game? Like you know, a few yes. yards back, <laughs> and they stopped. Like <laughs> they, run it again. Wait, run it, no, went, no, 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 no. no that on. field goal was too easy. We got to put another guy on to block that field goal. Let's try it again. <laughs> yeah, this is all just an exhibition. What a stupid, stupid bowl season. But yeah, but they I, get to ugh. go to Jerry World. I mean, that's oh, exciting. Yeah. That's that's when you think of pageantry in college football, you think giant I mean, spaceship put in the middle of North been Dallas. Like, like WWE like Thunderdome things there and WrestleMania, all, WrestleMania I think is the word you're looking I, for. Whatever. SmackDown Raw, whatever. Just stuff like that. Oh, Super Bowls have been played there. Yeah. That's I mean, it's right. It's a big deal. Super Bowls have been played in Jerry World. So I mean, and then the Cotton Bowls there too. Not with the Cowboys. They didn't play in one. Nine times recently. Not since that thing's been built. Sorry, Sorry, Ted. Ted. Uh, So I've got it. You know what? Which do you want, Jen? Do you want me to rail more about how Florida State got absolutely jobbed? (laughs) Or would you like me to tell you about a sports auction that once again stumped me? I leave the choice to you. Oh, you know what? Let's let's talk about the uh, sports auction. Okay, we'll talk about that, and maybe we'll maybe some, some Florida FSU. State as it's well. Fine. I may just yell about that all in, all day today, but we'll we'll get to that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got some stop-and-go traffic eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. And if you're downtown, things are moving slow on eastbound 70 between 71 West Split and Front Street. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. 
Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. Yikes is coming up. The segment that's not a segment. 534. We will do that. Also, Man and Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on The Fan. So, Jen, mm-hmm. I'm I'm often flummoxed by the way that the sports memorabilia world has gone. Yeah, it's weird. It's very, very weird. Like I, I, you would assume that a, an actual thing that was used to help win someone a title or a, was a part of of a team. Like some sort of like physical thing like that would be worth more than, I don't know, a small little card with a player's picture on it. Well, yeah. So the story is Babe Ruth, a 1914 Baltimore News Babe Ruth rookie card sold for $7.2 million, including the buyer's premium just after midnight uh, this morning. Third highest sum ever paid for a sports card. It's crazy. Narrowly missed the $7.25 million paid for a T206 Honus Wagner card in August of 2022. The next line is what got me. Hmm. I mean, I know there's big money in sports cards. $7.2 million is ridiculous for a card, in my opinion. But the next line truly got me. It's the most expensive Ruth item of all time. What? Not Ruth baseball card of all time. Item. There are gloves of his, bats of his, the man actually used to do the thing you are excited about him doing. Yes. He used them in a game. Yeah. Sweated on them. Maybe his boogers were like stuck to his fingers as he, sw- I don't know. He his maybe he had DNA a- is on there. <laughs> right. And they can trace it back and say, yes, this is a glove he definitely had and wore and sweated in. This is a bat. Exactly his. He used it 100%. May have even hit a home run with it. And that gets less than a picture of him standing around. Not even a picture, probably a drawing. Yeah. Or like a, you know, whatever they had at the time, but I'm sure it wasn't like, what I'm saying is it's not an action photo no. in color that you're seeing now. Like you see full bleed colors or, you know, pictures of full color on these baseball cards. They look awesome. Yeah. It's not even a great picture. It's just a like a picture of, there's probably better pictures of him around, but this one's rare. No one has this card. So if no one has it, it's worth something. $7.25 million. I, I, I just, again, I get why people go after cards. I like to collect baseball cards, sports cards. I have done that. I have oh, a yeah. few of them at the house. I buy a pack every now and then go through it or a box of them and go through them. And it's cool to find like a rookie card of a player you think is going to be good someday. Yeah. You put a little case, keep it. You know, again, I, th- I think that's all fine. What I don't get is paying more for a card than the actual thing mm-hmm. the person does. Yeah. Like <laughs> on the similar so vein, I'm, it just breaks my brain so much. I love cars, Jen. Yes, I know you do. If someone said you can pay $250,000 for a brand new bright red Ferrari, manual shifter, gated six speed, all that stuff, or a picture of that exact car, <laughs> yeah. 
but this is one of one and it's signed by Enzo Ferrari or something like that. Great. I'd rather have the, the card car. for the money because it does things. Yes. It's an actual thing that you can use. And again, you're not going to use a Babe Ruth bat, but it was at least used in a game. Yes, it's a physical thing. I don't know. Like, I, would you rather have a picture of Enzo Ferrari or a, 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 a Ferrari, Ferrari he drove or one even that just says Ferrari <laughs> on it? I, I don't get it. I don't, get I don't it. understand <laughs> it. Is there a piece of memorabilia that you would... If you had all the money in the oh, world that boy. you would like, uh, like I know you love the Beatles. I do. Oh, any of their, you know, a, a Paul McCartney bass, a John Lennon guitar. Um, Which one would you pick of those two? Given that one of those men is still alive, right? And would, can still go plunkety plunkety on a bass. It would be a John Lennon guitar. I would, I would think yeah. so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Or just an article of clothing, or like you know, one of their Sergeant Pepper uniforms from the cover of the album. Something. Doesn't like this all that. sound? But imagine, like in music, what do we have? Like people get really worked up about first pressings yes. of vinyl because supposedly when they put the vinyl in the little press. <laughs> that's the closest it's ever going to be to the sonic quality of what the band was doing after each subsequent pressing it gets whatever i don't know if that's real i just know that's what people say about it so if you can get like a first issue lp of a band like that like the beatles yes that's a big deal anybody in their right mind gonna pay more for that than they would for an actual memorabilia of like something john lennon used on stage no 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 one would it makes no sense okay so but there's a whole history lesson. And I know we don't do bone of history. Well, or bone whatever. of education. Bone of education anymore. But there was a, it was called the butcher album and it was a picture of the Beatles sitting there and they had some aprons on and they had random beef um, pieces on them and baby doll heads and arms and okay. legs. Okay, sure. And it was deemed controversial. And so they then covered it with this b- piece of brown paper. Okay. And so if you're able to get an actual copy of the Butcher album clean, it's worth a lot of money. How much is a lot? Like, like it's like hundreds of thousands of okay, dollars. Okay, hundreds of thousands of dollars. How much do we think like a John Lennon guitar would go? Millions like, of millions dollars. Millions of dollars. Right, exactly. But Even I that still makes, want a Butcher album. Sure, that makes sense. <laughs> I get that. It's a rarity. It's a thing that you're not supposed to have. It's right. a thing that wasn't supposed to see the light of day. Yeah. I love all that. That makes total sense. I will never understand people who would say, I'll spend $7.2 million on a Babe Ruth rookie so card. So crazy. Hey, Babe Ruth's glove from when he played is up. No thanks. That bat where he promised that child in the hospital <laughs> that he was going to hit a home I, run? That was 50 bucks online. I got I, it. I honestly don't understand it. I, don't I, I, I will never will. I never. Like a kid ate, got one of those for getting the newspaper and clipped it out and then threw it away or right. stuck it in a book and never thought about it again. And that's worth $7.2 million. Babe Ruth hit a baseball with a bat. Yeah, who needs that? Who cares? 500 grand. Doesn't make sense. All right. Browns lose. We'll discuss that next. Of course, we'll look for the latest on who's in the transfer portal and uh, FC Cincinnati sucks. All that and more coming up. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for disabled vehicle blocking the right side of the west outer belt northbound ramp to I-70. A little bit of a slowdown due to that. And uh, eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270 has some slow traffic. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. 
responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy, whoa, what, what just happened to my voice? I don't know. That's a froggy. Yeah, happy Monday to you. Yikes is coming up 534, the segment that's not a segment. Uh, plenty to get into today. We've been talking about the transfer portal exits for Ohio State. Kyle McCord, if you missed that, he is out. He is transferring out. He wants go, to. He's at the portal. Today's the day where you can officially enter the portal, but you know, there's been rumblings the last few days about different guys who are going to enter once it opens. Now it's been the deluge. I mean, I'd love to see what the numbers are. The dam is opened. Yeah. Well, I I think more and more players have finally understood and maybe even the representatives and people who represent these guys are like, hey, why don't we just go on and get out there and see what we can get? Because you got three or four years of this. You're pretty good. Unless you're like, you know, Marvin Harrison last year didn't enter the transfer portal. But if you believe the rumors, people were trying to get him to. Right. They wanted him to. And they were trying to induce him with something. Now, didn't end up happening but if a guy like that who's a guaranteed no doubt starter can be at least have those offers coming to Mm -hmm. him no doubt this is happening all across the board so lots of good players out there i like that we call it the portal when it's you boil it all it's free agency oh it is no (laughs) one wants to call it that but it is contracts outside of whatever you've signed with your nil partner like that's it it's it's free agency so yes so Happy we will, free agency Monday, everybody. Basically, except without any of the like guardrails there are for it's actual tampering. NFL free agency. Well, there's that. There's also not a salary cap. Right. There's not a contract. There's nothing. It's just we can get you ten million dollars. We can get you five million dollars. We can get you three million dollars. It's like you can. Cool. Sure. And then I mean, I'm sure they have to see some contracts that prove that. Right. The answer is there's no limit to what a team could spend on its roster if they wanted to. If you have boosters willing to, you know, if Jeff Bezos decides he likes college football and wants to support his alma mater to the tune of $100 million a year, one, he would be able to do that for many, many, many years and never risk becoming poor. And also that team would be able to get anybody they want. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down if someone someone came to me and said, hey, you've got, you're going to get $5 million for transferring. And you're a guy who's previously looking at a couple hundred grand. Do you think they'd also get a free prime membership with it? Cause I would tie that in there and not the month to month one I have. No, the one that no. you just buy it right at right up front. They get a lifetime membership. I think oh, wow. lifetime. I would do wow. that for Amazon. I think that's I would, what you have. To I, do. I mean, screw the $5 million. I would just do that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's a great call, <laughs> but yeah. So we got transfer portal stuff happening. Uh, we have the Buckeyes going to the Cotton Bowl. Yay! Yay you no guys, one... book your tickets. Uh, yeah, your I'm sorry. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get excited about it at some point. I'm... I'm, I will be excited to watch all the... Like, whoever's going to play quarterback, that I'm now interested yeah. in because I thought it was going to be McCord rolling out there, but I guess not. Nope. So we're going to find out who plays. <laughs> That'll be a little more interesting, I guess, than what it would have been, but I'm not measuring this as any type of game where I go, if they lose to Missouri, then I'm mad. Like, right. 
I have no expectations for this game because I don't even know who's playing. I'm just I'm just looking at this as hey, it's just a part of Capital One Bowl Week, you know. Yeah, it's I love just Capital another bowl. One Bowl Week. Instead Let's of, just bring it on. Instead of just a guy, Jag. Yeah. Just a bowl. Just jab. A jab. Just a just jab. a bowl. Jab. So uh, let's talk to the, about the NFL for a second. Browns they lose to the Rams, thirty six mm. to nineteen. Joe Flacco looked okay for the Browns at first. Had some moments, had some decent throws, and then and then what happened? And then what happened? He got a safety. That was yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a bad pick and too. A very so. bad pick. And then my my favorite though was oh, there's Joe Flacco face. It was at the end of the game, and he's standing there, and the the helmet is off, and he's got that massive. He's seen one of the only football players that I can ever remember who has such a massive like mark on his forehead. From his helmet, I was yeah. like, "Buddy, it's maybe a little bit bigger, just a little bit bigger." Man, he doesn't want it to slide around. I don't he know. Wants it to be stuck I don't know, right but on then there. He's just standing there, and he's just dumbfounded. And I'm like, "That's the Flacco face I remember." Yeah, I I think when we heard all the uh, poetry and motion stuff that we were getting from Amari Cooper on Friday, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, that might have been some poetry, but at the end of the day, it amounts to nothing. Really Flacco, is. my cracko. That's right. <gasps> Oh, hello. That's awesome. You're not aware of Flacco, my cracko. Yeah. No, I know Flacco, my cracko. We got, yeah, we got the voice guy. But to I do like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I make that a ringtone? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can. I think we should. Uh-huh. The other, I also didn't know people use ringtones anymore. <laughs> I don't, a, okay, but I good. would keep my volume on just for that. So, funny enough, over the weekend, and thank you to all of our great listeners, this is what makes you great. I go to <laughs> a youth basketball thing oh, over no. the weekend. I walk in and one of my buddies, Chris, goes, Flacco, my cracko! Yes. Like, just right. <laughs> and it's so like, there's great. a Flacco, my cracko. There's a bunch of 10 year olds oh. and their parents who presumably don't listen to my show. And why would they? And then that's, it was great. It, it was just funny. It warms your heart. It does. It does. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's so but sweet. I, yeah. Anyway, he did not do that yesterday. Or he did. We don't know what Flacco, my cracko means. We never will. But Joe Flacco. Flacco, my cracko. That's so great. Yeah, it was good. It was, you know what? It's fine. Um, Here's the thing. The Browns, we are are in a situation, and I guess we could tie this back into college a little bit. Mm -hmm. Everything in football has become about quarterback play. Yeah. Which I know it has been that for a while. I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and say, woe is me, but... Like the Browns have a defense that is arguably one of the best Fantastic. in the NFL. Now, at times yesterday, it did not look like that. But also, teams know they have nothing. We can go and go for mm-hmm. it against them because they're not going to come back down the field and burn us with a big touchdown drive, and then we may not get the ball back for seven minutes. No, they don't have to worry about that. They know they're going to get the ball right back. Their offense is going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can be a little more loose with the play calling. I genuinely believe that's what teams are doing. And the Browns defense now also knows if we give up a touchdown, this game's basically over. So unless we can get a turnover, it's bad. So Brown season is effectively, it's not over. They're seven and five. But unless They're, they figure out how to get better quarterback play, you're probably not going to do anything in the playoffs if you get there. Yeah. It'll be a historic thing to stay in this and get to the playoffs and all that, given your quarterbacks suck. I just feel like we're we've gotten to a point now where once your quarterback is bad or ouchie or anything, might as well give up even playing. Just roll over. Like that's what the message was from college football this weekend. Yes. You just roll over. You have a undefeated team in Florida State in the ACC, and they go, yeah, 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 but their quarterbacks hurt, so don't even let them play. And it's like, but what if that guy turns out to be the best quarterback? What if we? What if we were missing something? And he's the guy. 
Shouldn't we find that out? No. <laughs> no. We already know he sucks. Don't even let him in. In fact, if I were Florida State, what are they going to the Orange Bowl? Yes. I think. I think if so. If I were Florida State, I would get there. Uh-huh. Night before, I would say, hey, mm. You know, our second string quarterback had the concussion. He's feeling ouchy and is not going to be able to play. And our third string guy, he's also feeling bad. So since those guys can't play, we're going to forfeit. We're just not even going to play. We're going to leave and you're not going to have a game tomorrow because what you told us, if our quarterbacks aren't good, we can't like have a great defense or great wide receivers or an offensive line that's awesome or anything else that's worth maybe seeing in the playoffs. So we felt once our quarterbacks said, oh, my elbow doesn't feel right. We just figured pack up time to go home. That's the message we got from the college football playoffs. So how about that? Let's do that on. I think the Orange Bowl would get that'd be hilarious. That'd I hope Florida so State does funny. it. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but wow. Could you imagine? Oh, that it would, would be great. It would be a moment that I would remember for the rest of my life. But sadly, I know football guys right now are pulling their out like, you play to win. You got to win the game. It's like, what if when you win all the games, they're like, sorry, you can't come here and play. Put your what hand if, in the dirt. White. We're in a post-winning era. Like, you remember that? <laughs> Where it's like, we're in a post-truth era or whatever. We're in a post-winning era. You can win and they go, see you later. Sit down. You suck. Go eat some oranges at the Orange Bowl, you loser. And you're like, but I'm not a loser. I won all the games. Yeah, but your quarterback got hurt at the wrong time. Actually, you thought about that. Maybe maybe if he got hurt the first week, we'd, we'd reconsider. Jordan Travis said this. Florida State quarterback who horribly broke his leg, and sadly everyone saw that. Mm-hmm. He said, I wish I'd have gotten injured earlier in the season so everyone could see how great my team is because they would have probably kept winning without me. That's now maybe not, but... What a statement you have to even put yourself in that spot to say, I wish I'd gotten hurt earlier so this stupid playoff selection committee could have thought maybe we let in the team that's undefeated. And if you're yelling at your radio going, what about Bama? What about Texas? They won their conferences. Yeah, they did. Do they have any losses? Oh, they do. Sorry. Then you should have to fight it out between those two. And Texas... Mm -hmm. Texas beat Alabama on the field so you could let Texas in and Bama could sit at home. And if you're saying, but then there's no Bama, no Georgia in the SEC, no SEC in the college football playoff. Yeah. When you have a defeat and the other teams are undefeated and the one that isn't beat your SEC champ, they all get in. That's how that works. It seems simple. It makes total sense. No, I've had all weekend with people like, well, actually, you know, if you look at the FPS plus SPF 9047 or shut up. Did they play on the field and who won? Florida State won all their games. Let them in, <laughs> damn it. Niner, are we talking on a walkie talkie? So mad. I it's love not even that, my team. It's not even my team. I love that you're so like passionate about I just, this. It just, it's so great because I'm just like, whatever. Jen, I honestly, <laughs> it's like I'm watching all weekend or not all weekend yesterday after this happens. Well, I mean, and wait, I'm hearing wait. people here. Wait, hang on. Let me see if I can find Herbie because Herbie had a brilliant explanation because he's so smart. Let's listen to <laughs> stupid Herbie. Here's dumbass McGee talking to me. If you took J.J. McCarthy off of Michigan, we'd be saying the same thing right now about Michigan. No, he wouldn't. No, if he took wouldn't. Michael Penix He's off so of Washington the last two games and they were struggling with a backup quarterback, we wouldn't be looking at the totality of Washington's season. We'd be looking at the last two games. You have to look at the last couple games. Okay, I can't. I can't. I've said enough. There's 40 more seconds of that drivel. I can't. He said totality. Oh. Good for you, Herbie. That's like kind of big word yeah it is but well, i love your dog can we give a minute to just shout out that to was ben? nice he brought the dog around he's been bringing the dog around he's the only reason i follow that dog is the only reason i'm following herbie on social media oh well his you- dog ben god bless ben 
protect Ben. I love him with all my heart. And please give him to me so he's no longer with Herbie. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I would follow Herbie for his dog, except uh, I think he blocked me. And then I... No. yeah, oh, Yeah. Because he's a bad yeah. guy. Hey, I... Herbie want, sucks. Hey, full transparency. You want to hear something funny? Great. Yes, go ahead. Do you know how we kind of control the fan Instagram page? Someone does, yes. Yeah. You guess who unfollowed Herbie? Oh, did you do that? I did. Good for you. <laughs> sorry, God Columbus. bless you, Jen. <laughs> sorry, Columbus. They're not. They're not sorry. No one's worried. In fact, we can unfollow all of them. It's good. If you would but like follow, to follow, follow me Herbie. personally yeah, on Instagram or Twitter at JenWinners971. See, that's convenient. It's yeah. the same one and either if way. You wanna you wanna tweet at me and tell me mean things, and that's fine. I'll I'll tweet mean things back to you. All right. Love that's, you. Don't don't do that to her. But do follow her on Instagram Sometimes and Twitter. Sometimes I do funny things. Yes, you do. You're a good follow on Twitter. I, I like following you. I just like to, like, I don't know. Some people put, like, really thoughtful things up about what's happening in sports. And me just, you know, I deleted it this morning because I was like, is that too mean? It was a, a gif of Michael Scott. And it says, I feel very blessed while he was driving. And it was a retweet of hmm. McCord entering the oh, portal. That's, that, that was so a little, I left that, that up harsh. there for about a minute. And then I'm like, I got to take it down. All right. That was, well, you know, I understand. You, you you felt like you were in a moment and you had to leave it. I, I changed it. it to Forrest Gump waving goodbye. That's good. That's also <laughs> nice. Uh, we will talk about ouchy quarterbacks because another one is ouchy and going to miss some time that Jen is very affectionate of and she is no, a big fan he's of. A whatever. He's just got small hands. And we'll talk about small leg. hands. And maybe we'll have Herbie with another stupid comment we could talk about. <laughs> All that and more coming up next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We have a disabled vehicle on the left side of eastbound 70 downtown near 4th Street and another disabled vehicle on the left side of southbound 71 on the north side at Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis Text Line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text 4HOPE to 741-741. Free confidential support. Crisis Text Line. Text 4HOPE to 741-741 now. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. Mike will be back tomorrow. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't say that enough today. I said that you were in. Right. I didn't mention that Mike was gone. And so we've had a few listeners going, yes. Common Man's not here. He's, what's happening? He's on. He took time off. It's all good. It, everything is fine. No, I, nobody's been suspended. I, I am taking tomorrow and Wednesday off. So if you happen mm-hmm. to see that. Yeah, you're taking it off tomorrow and Wednesday. There's yeah. no cool fingers, Ted. That's right. <laughs> Teddy, how many times have you uh, been suspended on a Wednesday this year? You've had quite a few Wednesday suspensions, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I have. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, because then I'm in on Wednesday for Wild Card Wednesday, 
and Ted's off. Oh, yeah, I am off. Oh, you're on Wednesday. Off on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fallout from last Monday. Oh, so. yeah. Even though so I even wasn't though here. You weren't even here. I you weren't here, but you're getting yeah. suspended for it now, you're, apparently. You're taking Bodie's suspension because you're a true, like. Well, and Bodie's man. not here either, oh. if you haven't noticed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then next Monday I'm here instead of Common Man. Oh, God. Oh. Wait, next Monday you are? Yeah. Wow, two oh. Mondays in a row for oh. him. That's maybe he's not allowed to work Mondays anymore. <laughs> maybe he got banned Reaction from Mondays. Reaction Monday, no <laughs> common man. <laughs> oh my, that's fun. All right, so let's talk about your ouchy quarterback situation yeah. with the Steelers, Jen. Uh, Kenny Pickett, high bad, ankle sprain. And now with an ankle sprain, so he's dead for two to four weeks. He He'll had return. surgery this morning. Uh huh. I'm not sure if this is the same thing. Obviously, this is where I disclose I'm not a doctor, but you play um, one on the radio. I don't even do that. But what oh, I, you interview them on the radio. I do interview. That's yes, what it is. Yes, that's a good reminder. I have to do that tonight yes, after the show. Do. Wait, that doesn't happen live? I mean, it no. Oh. It happens in commercial breaks. Oh, that would does. be very awkward. <laughs> and then it plays like seven times a week. So that would be really... Every time I replicate the exact same conversation. <laughs> yes, you do it so well. So I don't play a doctor. I'm not a doctor. But I will say this. This feels like the type of thing... Remember... Like Jalen Hurts had the high ankle sprain, had to get that surgery when he was at Alabama. Mm-hmm. This is a thing Nick Saban has become famous for, allegedly, is when guys get high ankle sprains and they're significant enough that they could either be rested for like a period of time, maybe six to eight weeks, mm-hmm. or you can get a surgery and you can actually get back a little quicker from the surgery than if you just let it heal up on its own. He's supposedly, if you believe the reports, been more likely, or Alabama's training staff mm-hmm. has been more likely to say, we suggest you get the surgery so you can get back on the field quicker to players than if they just let it heal naturally. Which, again, I get, because you want to no, play. I, I you totally, want to play more and all that. Yeah. But that's what it sounds like Kenny Pickett's trying to do here, is get the surgery so he can hopefully play Nobody wants quickly. Mitch Trubisky as your starting quarterback, and then nobody wants Mason Rudolph as your backup to the backup quarterback. It's just a bad situation in Pittsburgh, yet it's my situation, and it's something I deal with on a daily basis. I mean, I'm just looking through all the teams that have had stability at quarterback this year. Right, I'm just I'm yes. just going to name the teams that played <laughs> That's yesterday. Like a handful, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like we can start off with all the games that have happened so far, going back to uh, last week, right? So yeah. Seahawks and Cowboys played Thursday night. Seahawks have had stability. Cowboys have had stability. Clearly, absolutely. That was a good game. Yes, it was. Go figure. One of the best games of the year. It was a it was a really fun game. Congrats to you, Ted. Colts and Titans was a fun game. I would say neither of those teams have had. Quarterback stability? No. Nope. Really? But nope. This year, but they both had a good game. That was exciting. It went to overtime. Colts Gar- prevailed. I, I love Gardner Binshew, and I'm happy that he's having a second chance. Colts are seven and five. I know. Break them up. Yep. What are we doing? What? It's crazy. Chargers, they've had stability at quarterback. They have a dumb head coach who's yeah, getting fired. Very, very dumb head coach. And uh they, and again, a gross game in the Eastern time zone. Six nothing. In the afternoon. <laughs> Six nothing over the Pats. Have they had quarterback stability? No. No. I'm just trying to go through the teams that have actually had quarterback stability this year. (laughs) Right right now we're at like 50-50. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, they look a lot alike. So you could say that's stability. Okay. All right. That's a good call there. Uh, Lions, they've had quarterback stability. They beat the Mm -hmm. Saints who have... I don't even remember Uh, who's playing quarterback, honestly. It's not Carr. It's your favorite guy, Derek Carr. Still? Is it still Derek Carr? Yeah, he started the game and he oh, got injured that's during right. the game. He got injured. Jameis that's Winston right. came into the there game you go. for him. Surprise. And you also have your other uh, buddy oh, who's yes. part-time quarterback. Yes, your uh, tight end. Why am I blinking on guy oh, who plays Taysom tight end? Hill. Taysom yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. 
who I remember being told during the pandemic was just, you know, basically Lamar Jackson 2.0. Yes, he's the next but he's yes, not. the next thing. All right, so again, we're 50-50 on quarterback stability. Mm. Falcons and Jets, Falcons won 13 to 8. Quarterback stability not in not in New York. Mm-hmm. They have a they have a chance to go and play four quarterbacks this year potentially. We you well, believe Robert Sala. Well, and we have we have one Zach Wilson who's like, "You know what? I don't want to go back out there." <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity no, to play for the Jets, but I'm good on the sideline. I like that where you go up to a guy and like you're, you go back in there. And no. He's like, no, thanks. No, I no. see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a good idea for me. I belong me. on the bench. Four and eight Jets. Don't worry, though. Aaron Rodgers, he's desperate, desperate Christmas to play for them. Miracle. Yeah, great. Uh, the Cardinals, they've had not quarterback stability, right? Kyler Murray coming back finally. <laughs> Josh Dobbs is now in. Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So they've had all that issue. And then your Steelers just suffered just quarterback suffered. malady. Yeah. So by the way, Cardinals beat your Steelers. We should have mentioned that. In a, just, in a 12 hour long game. I'm just pointing out that uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a bad idea to market this league as a quarterback league mm. when every other team that I've mentioned so far in this, like I just ran through six or seven games. Yeah. Every one of them, at least one, if not both of the teams have had massive quarterback issues. We have like 10 guys who are usually healthy and good. Yeah. I don't mean great. I mean just good good in the NFL. Let's not market this as a quarterback league because it's not. You know what you need to be is the 49ers. Yeah. What? I can't. I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that Brock Purdy is out there doing his thing and, and it's just it's working. Well, Brock Purdy is. But don't forget, before Brock Purdy entered the picture, and even then when he did and got hurt, right. the Niners found ways to get to the Super Bowl yes. without their a starting quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Just a guy. King of just the guys. Like, handsome, just a guy. Right. But just a guy. They have found ways to get it done. So we will we'll talk about the Niners in a little bit. Uh, because they had obviously the big game with the Eagles. There's some drama with that one off the field as well. So Jen and I will get into that. We also have the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. More of that as well. It's all happening here. And of course, Ohio State quarterback stuff. All that is all coming up. But we will get into the Niners and Eagles next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got about a 20-minute delay due to a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane on westbound 33 between Avery Muirfield Drive and 161 and slow traffic eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? How about the perfect holiday gifts? Just $25 and under, like matching family PJs, fragrant sets, toys, and more. Find the latest trends, new arrivals, and great prices at a Macy's Backstage store near you. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Chad Winters filling in for Common Man today. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. There you go. Uh, by the way, 
where Common Man and I do all of our bang, and that is the Hollywood Casino Columbus Sportsbook. We go there. We enjoy it. You could join us there. We've been there throughout the fall doing radio shows. May go there again in the future. But here's the thing. Whether we're broadcasting or not, we enjoy the sportsbook. 12,000 square feet of gaming goodness. You've got TVs everywhere. You've got all the games you could want, plus the nice kiosk where you can place your bets. It's all there for you. Food and drink specials as well. Awesome place. Columbus, that too. Hollywood Sportsbook. I can't even talk today. <laughs> Hollywood Casino Columbus, the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. Jen, this uh, Eagles-Niners game yesterday was... That was a great game. Well, I had so much fun watching was, that game. It was thought to be like a game that everyone had circled. It's going to be pretty awesome. And then, uh, no. It was not how anybody expected it to be. And I still love the fact that the weather added so much to it as well. It did. It did. And then we just, you know, people just start getting chippy with each other and, you know, all hell breaks loose. And I love it. Well, the Niners in this game were up 21 to 6. They ended up winning 42 to 19, but they were up 21 to 6 in the third quarter. And that is when, to your point, all the hell broke loose. Dre Greenlaw goes out of bounds and he is tackling Devontae Smith and kind of forcefully threw him to the ground. Yeah. Devontae Smith didn't like that, got up and pushed and shoved. Now, I haven't asked you about this. I don't know how you feel about it. Hmm. It was at that point where it really got crazy because the Eagles chief security officer, <laughs> Dom DeSandro, came in and shoved Greenlaw away. Yeah. It more or less shoved both of them away, tried to separate the two. Mm-hmm. He's got like a little earpiece in. He's a big guy. He was a very big guy. And uh, Dre Greenlaw, no doubt, was like, I'm sorry, who are you again? And started getting in his face and was trying to get in, I think, Devontae Smith's face a little mm-hmm. bit too. And they're just... Drawing back and forth like you would when you have a heated play. The referees are over there blowing whistles, throwing flags. And then he reaches across, and it's like he was either trying to point or something. Yeah. And his side of his hand grazed the security officer's face, Dom DeSandro. And then that's when everything, everything went beyond. They threw him out of the game, Dre Greenlaw, Niners linebacker. Yeah. Because he made contact with someone on the sidelines. But I don't I don't know where you come down. I, I feel like that guy's not supposed to be there. No. That's not that's, that's not what the head of security is supposed to do is break up the NFL players. That's the referee's that's job. That's the referee's job, absolutely. And it's the other players and coaches job. You're you're not in that. You are there to make sure an idiot doesn't run out with a sign that says, Give me a cheesesteak on their belly as they run across the fifty. That's your job. You stay in that lane, right. not in the I'm gonna break up two NFL athletes right. having a moment. That's not for you. No. That's not your fight. But again, that's Philadelphia. So, you know, I think anything goes there because it is Philadelphia. But no, I it was I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And and it, that's the thing is like one little thing goes slightly wrong and off key and then all hell breaks loose and I'm here for Oh, it was chaos. It. it was absolute well, chaos, but It was also the game itself. I did not expect the Eagles to look that way. It looked awful. They looked terrible. Well, and Jalen Hurts goes out with a with a concussion head injury, yeah. But then he he came back, right? He did, yeah. He did. And then, but he had the the concern of a concussion. They checked him; he was able to come back. But yeah, and, that that Eagles team did not and, look good. And at that's all. what I'm reminded. I'm like, oh, Mariota is the backup. Holy crap! Look, look at him. Good job, Marcus. That's yeah. We're stepping in for just a hot minute, and yeah. 
That was not good. But it was fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that game because I had no skin in it whatsoever. Yeah. it was. Uh, I thought it was going to be a more fun game than it ended up being, but the drama did make it exciting. It and then I, I enjoyed on the broadcast how they're like, oh, this could really wake up the Eagles at 21 to 6. <laughs> and then it did not. Nothing. It did not. It did not do that at all. Also, I got to say, I haven't talked, we haven't talked much about this guy yet on the show, but Nick Sirianni, obviously way better of a coach than I thought he would be when yeah. he took the job. I thought he was kind of a goober. And he may still be, but man, that guy rubs me the wrong way. And I don't know why uh, there was the video of him coming off the field. Was that against the chiefs? I want to say, I think so. When they beat the chiefs in Kansas city and then yeah. he's walking the tunnel. And he's like, yeah, take that. That's ah! a, yes. He's like yelling at the chiefs fans under the awning where they can't see him. You just yell it at them. It's like, what a loser. I saw the greatest. Just looks like a complete oaf. TikTok video last night as I was going to bed and they were comparing him. They were saying that Sirianni is the kid who plays the young boy and elf and he's like Will Ferrell's like stepbrother or half brother Mm. and they were like doing side by side comparisons and it's like dead ringer. Yeah, that's I didn't even and it was I didn't even the, think I'll, about I'll have that. To find it. I'll download it and then I'll I'll tweet it out later because it it made me laugh. And he does. He looks just like the little kid from Elf. I I am under the impression that we get a lot of coaches who we anoint quickly because they have really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And we often I mean, I'm not saying that Nick Sirianni is bad coach. I'm saying I do think you have Brent to Staley. weigh that with the like he went up against a really good coach. Yes. He went up against a team that obviously Dude, Kyle Shanahan, I I would love I, I know Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin, but I would love Kyle Shanahan to take over the Steelers. I think every I, I think mean, everybody wants Kyle Shanahan to I'm take over to think, their team. Who would be the guy you'd want to jump off of a team and go coach your team instantly? Kyle Shanahan. Is, is there anyone else in the league you'd want more uh, than him? Maybe Andy Reid. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I, but I can see Andy Reid being a guy that takes a little while to get his thing going. Yeah. And also, while he has been really great in his career, he won his Super Bowls once this guy named Pat Mahomes walked through the exactly. door. I think that's worth pointing out. But yeah, I, I tend to think that we're in a spot now where... I don't want Bill Belichick. No, obviously he's no. ready. He's ready to go. But no, I really... Kyle Shanahan, he is fantastic. I'm just saying, I don't think we're like jumping the gun saying he is probably the best coach in the NFL. No. I don't think so. Not at all. No. Considering the fact of where he's been able to take that team over the past four or five years. Yes. You do have to win a Super Bowl. I get it. People oh, are like, yeah. wait a second, you got to win a Super Bowl. All right, fine. But they've done this with like piecemeal at quarterback mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy now seems to be good. Yes. But they even got him off the scrap heap as far as that goes. I'm saying turned out that was a good pick. And that but that defense though, my goodness. Well, that's that it. defense is amazing. And they've lost assistant coaches who ran that defense mm-hmm. and they're still not They haven't dropped a step. Yeah, no, it's yeah, that's who I would go with absolutely. Yeah. So that was yeah, Eagles they they end up getting it done against the Niners, no problem. Sorry, other way around. Niners get it done against the Eagles, no problems there. The other game you mentioned uh Andy Reid and Chiefs did not get it done against the no. Packers. A bit surprising to me. I don't think this team is very good, the Packers, but yet there they are sitting at six and six. Jordan Love doing things last night that I, I get why people I are high on him if that's very, if that's gonna be who you are every single week. Very surprised by by Jordan Love. And I good for Packers fans, because they're to the point now where we're hitting what, like a thirty year period where I can say they've had consistent quarterback play. And I mean I know last year was kind of a down year, but Jordan Love is, I think, proving himself. 
You think he's in that level? Though? I think he's a. I, he's not getting there yet. He's with, not yet. But the way that they went out on Thanksgiving and handled the Lions, that was shocking. Yeah, I that's did not true. expect that game to turn out the way that game turned out. And then last night, didn't expect Jordan Love to go out there and on primetime TV with Taylor Swift in the freaking stands. Oh, that's a thing. And, I mean, and you, go out you there. You took on and, the entire Swifty army, too. I know. And and congrats. That and that's why I like him now. Yeah. He oh, you beat, do. He beat the Swifties. Are you get- <laughs> God bless you, Jordan Love. I I'm going to buy a t-shirt you, now. You malign the Taylor Swift fans <laughs> so much. But, you know, if the Swifties, they are so resourceful with they trying are. to get tickets and everything else. They are. Good for them. I feel like when we have unsolved crimes, we need to start. For- we need to start for crew tickets, dude. Well, that, or I was going to say, we need to have Taylor Swift take an interest in true crime podcasts where they can't solve these oh, murders. Oh, what a good idea. And be like, you know, guys, I was listening to this podcast. They've said for seven years they can't figure out what happened to this person. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, within two days, the Swifties are like, oh, yeah, we were on it. We, um, It's the it's the janitor. They'll it's find like, oh, out who Jack is. the Ripper is immediately. Yeah. They, I mean, it's it's an old case, but it's still open. I'm Go just, for it, Swifties. They are, they are ridiculous. When they, when yeah. You, do you ever see the uh, Big Hero 6 movie? It was a cartoon Disney put out. Oh, was that the one with Baymax, the big, like, white, yeah, yeah puffy thing? Yeah. I the, never saw it, but I know of it. Well, the kid in that movie who's like a child inventor, he comes up with these little nanobots, he calls them, uh-huh. and they're all tiny little metallic things that can shape shift and turn into anything, but they all join up together to make super strong structures, and they can oh. turn into anything you need, an airplane, they can do whatever. That's what I feel like the Swifties are. She just says something, and they, they just go out there and do what they have to do. They make it happen. They're amazing. A good reference if you have kids who watched Big Hero Six, or you just now like I want to go watch it. It's a good movie. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. Right? It's heartwarming. It's in, well, and it's, it's a Disney movie. Yes, it's yes, all heartwarming. It's, it's wonderful. Well, I mean, everyone learns. There a is lesson. some death. You get some death in this one. You get some, same with Bambi. Well, that's there some you hardcore go. stuff right at the beginning. Exactly right. Uh, so, who's going to play quarterback for Ohio State this year? We will try to answer that question for you when we come back. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the left side of a southbound 71 on the north side at Main Street, uh, causing some slow traffic from 670. Also slow traffic on westbound 70 downtown between US 23 and the 71 West Lit. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride, the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. It is, of course, yikes, Monday, 534. We're going to do that. Before that, though, Patrick Schulte from the Columbus Crew, you know, the goalkeeper who helped keep them in that game when they were down 2 nothing with yes. a humongous save. Obviously, their keeper of record pretty much all year. He's been amazing. He is going to join us at 518. So you will hear from that if you are a Crew fan. 
Or even if you're not, you can check in and hear from him how it went in Hell is Real, where they won the Easter Conference Final. Exciting. It was exciting. It's, it was a good game, and uh, the crew won it. They are now hosting MLS Cup on Saturday at 4 p.m. I cannot process this. <laughs> I am trying to figure out. I already was texting with my buddy Chris, who has a different. I said of Chris earlier. It was a different Chris that I talked about earlier. This is my buddy Chris Blaine, mm-hmm. uh, who does not live far from here. I had said, hey, if I go to the game, which I'm not sure if I'm going to get to, but if I do, and I happen to like enjoy the game, and I happen to then maybe <laughs> celebrate after the game, yeah, and then perhaps it's like midnight, and I'm super celebrated, and I'd like to yes. rest somewhere. Can I crash at your place? Do you have somewhere? He's like, absolutely. I said, good. I'll bring my CPAP. So we'll oh, be. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll be good. It's good to plan ahead. Got to plan, especially to bring your CPAP. That's, That's right. It's yeah. really smart on you for gotta doing that. Got to do what you got to do. I. It's been a crazy day for transfer portal news. We'll get to Buckeye stuff here in a second, but I saw Pete Thamel just tweeted this out twenty eight minutes ago. Yeah, Alabama quarterback Tyler Buckner. Oh, who is a former Notre Dame quarterback Tyler Buckner? Yeah, he has entered the transfer portal. As a men's lacrosse player. Weird. He's a former quarterback in Notre Dame. His Alabama bio says he played lacrosse in high school. So, so, so what does that mean? Is he, I'm very, I'm thoroughly Is he now switching to playing lacrosse? What I'm saying is we are in a weird era. I'm guessing he's switching to playing lacrosse then. I have no idea. And then not. I don't know. That makes my head hurt. Yeah. But he played this year against USF. Am yeah. I wrong? No, he did. Yeah. He okay. played. So now so now essentially he's he is gonna be in the portal as a okay. lacrosse player. Okay. Bill Belichick has already drafted him. Right. So I just am very happy for him to go to the Patriots and probably win three Super Bowls with no that that's not happening. Bill Belichick won't be there enough to do that. So no. uh in either case. That's a, that's so odd. Yeah, it is a very bizarre situation we find ourselves in but this is where we are at do you are you down on the transfer portal by the way before we get into this buckeye stuff down on it like are you like mad about it i've seen a lot of people like this is ruined college football for me no it's just and i think people who are saying that just get over yourselves the whole landscape of college football is changing and if you're not on board with it then yes i know it's driving you crazy but we just need to get on with it Yes, it's a wild, wild west in regards to NIL and the transfer portal. And before you know it, there are going to be regulations that are going to be put into effect. It's just the NCAA can't get their heads out of their asses. That's the whole thing. The NCAA is holding themselves up. We'll probably end up seeing a totally new, like, just football only conference that's going to develop as a part of all of this conference realignment and the expansion of the football playoff. Everything is changing, and uh, the portal is just one aspect of it. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. I don't disagree it's with you. It's absolutely crazy, but just, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. This is just the way it's going to be from here on out. I do understand people who are frustrated and say, this is not what I thought I would be watching when I watch college football, but I also think after a few years, you if you haven't already there are going to be a lot of people who either say i'm out on all of this mm-hmm. or who embrace it more and then say transfer portal day is monday let's see who's in there yeah. and i'm already hearing this guy and that guy like i think we're going to get more used to it as this goes i mean we celebrate signing day when that happens we should yeah. celebrate portal days well reminder there were days in college sports where people said if you offer a scholarship to a young athlete 
You're just inducing this person who's only there for athletics to play for your school. That was like 100 years ago. But that was how they viewed scholarships, something that is now... Everyone, Everyone gives scholarships. It's not even a thought in Division One. That's right. what you do. That's what every big time program is all about. Is how many scholarships do we have? That was viewed at one time as a competitive disadvantage. And how dare you? That's not what this is about. You're supposed to find the people who can so afford your university crazy. who are good at a sport. Yeah. Not go out and offer someone a free, a free ride to play the sport well. They thought that was bad. So over time, this stuff becomes more. It's just like it's ingrained. common. Exactly. Uh, so who is Ohio State looking at in the transfer portal? Well, I have no idea. But Kyle McCord is in the transfer portal, so presumably not him. Maybe they'll have him over for a visit. <laughs> that would be very awkward. <laughs> hey, remember this place? Hey, remember all these people who said hey. you suck? Hey. Yeah. Hey. So anyway, yeah, Jen's waving Hi. her hand. So Washington State's Cam Ward is someone who has uh, already last week said he's going to enter the portal. Brock Heward last week said that he had received, Cam Ward had received, NIL offers of a million dollars or more from at least 10 schools. I wonder about the validity of that. That's, that's a lot. But he's 6'2", 223 pounds, one of the most sought after players in the portal. Uh, so started out at Incarnate Word in FCS. Mm-hmm. And then at Washington State, 25 games, he was 65% with nearly 7,000 yards, 48 touchdowns, 16 picks across two years. So some pretty decent numbers well, there. Wouldn't the assumption be that he would end up at Michigan State? Uh, for sure. I mean, well, that's not, that's Jonathan Smith from Oregon right. State that took that job. But Washington's, I mean, like, yeah. Oh, it's Washington State. But Cam Ward very well could end up there. I mean, Jonathan Smith's certainly familiar with him, and it's weird for me to say that name over it and over. It is really funny. Sorry. So I, thought it, I thought it was. No, you're right. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah, so Cam Ward's certainly someone that I'm sure people are looking at. I did see Dylan Gabriel is mm-hmm. put his name in there too, which is, that's a guy who had, uh, you know, unanimous all big 12 honors first team all big 12 honors with 3600 yards 30 passing touchdowns six picks now he's tiny well tiny relatively speaking 511 200 pounds they like those guys at oklahoma yeah they do i don't know if that guy holds up in the big 10 i don't know if dylan gabriel has a future here playing at ohio state but someone to keep an eye on there there are other guys too i mean got riley leonard from duke dj Uyangale, i would think he makes sense at Michigan State, uh, yes. to your point, if he doesn't go to the NFL, which that's a thought is that he's going to decide between the two, but certainly his former coach well, being that, at Michigan that'll State. That'll be his third because yeah, he started he was from at Clemson. Clemson. Yep, that's right. Good God. Yeah. That and is then, so crazy. Well, Jen, just this is embrace it. Get, know, over, get over yourself, that's, Jen. That's the other thing, though, is like realizing that they can just kind of portal hop. It's like a brewery call. Crawl, it is. You yeah, know, you can just go one to one to one. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Dante Moore, another one from UCLA. He's in the portal. So there are guys, and I don't know which one Buckeyes are going after, but they are no doubt got to be in on a few of them. Mm-hmm. And who this is going to be very, very but odd I the see, next few I, weeks. It's fun, and it, it kind of reminds me of you know free agency during the NFL when their season you know restarts in March and April, and you see all of the players in the NFL go all over the place. It's just like that. Yeah. It Except is. it's it's crazier because there's way more people mm-hmm. in college than in the NFL. But I love it. Let's just do it. Well, we're going to find out what happens with ourselves. Ohio State. I am I am very nervous to find out who's going to come in here. But I would think if anybody look, hey, transfer portal, hey. Ohio State should be good as anybody at that. So are, are we going to see the turnover that Colorado saw? Probably not. 
That was no. over 80. No, you're not going to have that. We're not going to see not, the Colorado thing. So but, I think it'll be okay. But you used to seeing 15 to 20 guys every year yeah. just move on from your program. And you're going to bring in 15 to 20 new guys. That's how this is going to work. Yeah. It's college football now. And that's on the conservative side, I would say. Uh, next up, Sports Illustrated had a dumb article about Ohio State <laughs> fans. And I will tell you why it sucks. Next, it's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's a disabled vehicle on the left side of eastbound 70 on the west side at 71 South, causing some stop-and-go traffic from Central Avenue. And you can expect a couple-minute delay if you're on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, get up to 40% off vanities. Visit Lowe's in-store or online for more deals. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Valid 1130 through 126. While supplies last, selection varies by location. I'm Nicole for 96. 7.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. Plenty of that to get to when we get there. Also, before that, we're going to talk to Patrick Schulte, the goalkeeper for your Columbus crew. They are in MLS Cup. This Saturday at Lower.com Field, kickoff at 4 p.m. All the coverage can be here right here on uh, the fan for the pregame stuff, 1460 ESPN for the actual game. There are other things happening at the same time, so there's contractual obligations, but it will be on 1460 ESPN. Also, it'll be on Big Boy Fox. If you want to watch it, that'll be a thing. Oh, they can actually watch it over an on-air signal. Not like Apple TV. Although I have Apple I, TV, so I can watch it on that. Or I might be there. A T-Mobile customer. I've had the MLS ticket for free. Look for at the you. season. Yeah. And, and that and the MLB TV. That's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. It is great. Yeah. I like that. So we're going to talk to Patrick Schulte uh, coming up at 518, so just a few minutes away. Jen, this article. and It's very funny. It's a thing that we're getting... I know that there are fans who feel this way. I don't mean to minimize your concerns, but I guess I am going to. So just prepare yourselves in <laughs> advance because I'm going to poke fun at this. Let's try to remember here. It's Ohio State football we're talking about. Keep that in mind as I read you this headline. This is from SI. SI.com. Ohio State fans are melting down and turning off recruits in the process. Now, this article is from a part of the SI website where they have blogs from specific teams it's the Wolverine Opinions. Digest. Yes, it's yes. their corner of SI.com. But it goes on to say that all of these different recruits, they're all starting to get a little shaky because Ohio State fans are so frustrated that they lost to Michigan and that's caused guys like Jeremiah Smith, number one prospect in the country, who apparently they they had some tweets that made it look like maybe he is a little concerned, all these other things. Here's here's where I'm here's where I'm at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to know I want to go Phil Castellini on the fans the Buckeye fans who say we're going to lose recruits if we get all 
you know, have all these expectations. I'm not, I'm not talking about people who are crazy. There are legitimate crazies who post horrible things to people in every fan base. That's not cool. It never is. But if you're a Buckeye fan who on Twitter has been like, damn it, why didn't we win that game? Or if you're a fan who said, Kyle McCord's not the guy. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Or I don't think Ryan Day's cut out for this or whatever. That, if you're saying that's costing us recruits, I would I, I would like to channel Phil Castellini, Red's ownership, and say, where are you going to go? Yeah. Where are you transferring to where that's not going to happen? Yeah. You're going to go to Alabama, Georgia? Do they not have people down there who, when they don't win a game by enough points, they all scream? If they lose to their rival three straight years, they all get mad? Do they have that? I think they do. Do mm-hmm. they go to Texas? Do they all get it th- thrilled when you lose to your rivals? No, they don't. They get they get actually very upset about that at Texas. Probably at USC they do, although most of their fans are celebrities who show up to games only when the team is undefeated and otherwise right. could care less. I mean, I guess you could go out there, but then you're going to be playing irrelevant football. If you want to play for like something interesting, I would assume you want to go to a place that wins. Yeah. I, I would even bet Oregon and Washington. Those two programs have been better. Over the last oh, yeah, 10 years. Absolutely. I'm guessing they have fans that are very much like frustrated when they don't. I bet there's Oregon fans melting down right now. But they lost two times to Washington. Oh, I'm sure they Not are. just once. So I just want to know where you're going to go. And how's that going to work <laughs> out for you? Like, yes, there are guys who are going to leave. They're not going to stay here. But there will be other guys that replace them who are also really good. I don't think that fans saying, I don't like it that we lost to Michigan is the reason why. No. I don't think so either. I don't know. This article really did. It, it made me laugh because they're just, they're sitting there and they just want to find anything that they can to poke fun at Buckeye fans because we've had the upper hand for, you know, going on a decade. Well, no, no longer a decade, but you know, so <laughs> it's just funny because they just, I don't know. They're just looking for any reason that they can to show that they're better than, than us, even though they're, coach cheated so there's that i yeah and i know that was something that that we're reverting back to that they mentioned in this article but at the same time how can we forget that i mean it's kind of a big it's kind of a big piece and and harbaugh's not going to be around after the season and if he does he knows he's going to be suspended again so he's gone that's another thing that i think i was thinking about the 14 playoff i mean if we really want to have that discussion right are we even having a legit playoff this year? Because you know no. one of the teams is going to vacate all their games exactly. and they're probably going to have to vacate a national title if <laughs> they win funny. it. Like what? It's funny. You know, you could have left them out and put Florida State in. How about that? Oh, nobody's saying that. I, well, you I'm did. saying it. You I'm did. saying it now. You Hi, team out here for Michigan sucks and leave them out of the playoff. That's what I say. Screw them. No, I, I just... No, but they're number one. Oh. They're number one in in the hearts and, and minds of the, the CFP committee. They deserve that. They deserve if everything it. is legitimate, you didn't have a cheating scandal. But since you did, I also say, yeah, you That's know what? the other thing is, why didn't they take that into consideration? They oh, no. took the fact that the poor guy from Florida State was injured, but heaven forbid... Harbaugh be suspended for six games. What did they for have? Two different infractions. Right. Did you have anybody breaking rules at Florida State that we know of? No. Did you have no. people breaking the rules? And the college football playoff committee, like the moment that Connor Stallion stuff came out, they're like, we don't care. La 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 la. Like they, it's a Big they, Ten investigation. It's not the NCAA yeah. yet, even though the NCAA went to them 
with and the then, Connor Stones. But then they so. also said, oh, also, we're not the NCAA. We're the college football playoffs. We just want the best teams. We're the a best. separate entity. The best. Which is why we're going to pull all of this from the NCAA and monetize it to the hilt and make it its own thing. Um, did you see that Dan Orlovsky apparently made some news today by being stupid? Dude, that guy can't keep his mouth shut. He's such a moron. Did he step out of a end zone again? Uh, I wish he would have. That would have been a lot easier to process than this. He said about talking about Florida State, who I have said should be in the college football playoffs, and you should have left out Alabama. I think you could have easily made the case. Texas beat Alabama. Texas gets in. Florida State undefeated. You're looking for a one-loss team. How about you take the one that beat the other one-loss team that was in the running, and that Mm -hmm. would be Bama because Bama beat Georgia. So now that's done. Texas beat Bama. Done. Texas gets in. But... That's not the prevailing logic from the college football playoff committee. Dan Orlovsky said this about people who are complaining that Florida state is undefeated and should be considered quote. We have to stop saying that this Florida state team went undefeated as a power five conference champion. This team did not this team two weeks ago with Jordan Travis did. This is a different football team. The hell they still didn't lose. Mm. I mean, two weeks ago they didn't lose the past two games. Last I checked undefeated is undefeated, but to your point, if you're undefeated in the two games they played since then, it's still undefeated. They didn't. I mean, if they lost those games, he would have a point. But they didn't lose. We're not those arguing games. that. We're arguing, despite their relative competition, they played all the games and won them. Oh my God, he's such a freaking moron. Oh, I I can't stand him. And his food takes. I have bad food takes. I will. I yes, I own up to the fact that what I determined as gross is gross to me and me only but his food takes are trash well yes because he is he's an online troll who he, just happened to be a former nfl player that's the problem he's is, a mayonnaise sandwich on the wonder bread of life that's what he is he's so gross i know it's too bad i see his dopey face on espn and i'm just like man why are we stuck with you I don't know. There's so many other people out there who can talk better and not look as goofy as you. And I uh, go away. He's just not my guy. He's not, not my, my guy, guy at, all. at all. I'd rather see Herbie. Honestly, I wouldn't. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see. Herbie's I wouldn't. Dog. But that's I understand. You're I don't a big know. Fan if, of the dog. I don't know if Orlovsky has a dog. I'd feel bad if I was Orlovsky's dog. How, I'd have to live with him. To what level of pl- person would it take? Where if like. You said Jack the Ripper. Yeah. If Jack the Ripper had a dog, you'd be more sympathetic to him. Like how how far I love would we Jack take this? Jack the Ripper as as is. You know this. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I do. You have... I have this fascination with Jack the Ripper. And Jack the Ripper had a dog. I'd want to know what kind of dog it was because I'd have one myself. <laughs> you you would imitate the man's dog, the murderer's dog. Jack I would the like Ripper? to have whatever dog he had. That would be fine. I'm hoping it was a corgi. Would a corgi do that type of damage? No, no, the not corgi the corgi. Like, no, the corgi is there to comfort him. Oh, after the corgi's he's, not murdering. After he's murdered the horse uh, uh, on the east end of London. I see. He, yes. he was known for murdering. That's, lots, that's what he lots does. Lots of murders. Yes, gruesome, that's correct. Gruesome murders. But mm. it's been, I love it. You love the murder. Uh, did you Jack the Ripper murders? Yes. Not murder in general, but can just I ask Jack what, the Ripper. Can I ask why? Because it's fascinating that this person was able to get away with this and that the law in England at the time, like not just the law, but people in general, they didn't care if these prostitutes were murdered. As long as they weren't making a scene when they were being murdered, then they would have cared. If they were (laughs) screaming their heads off, then somebody might have cared about it. That's the whole thing is that they didn't make any scene. 
And so he just went along and they didn't care because that was one less prostitute on the streets of wow. the East End of London. That is, that is, I did not know it was that yes. bleak. And now I have even less That's of an understanding one of why less. you like Jack the Ripper. <laughs> because it's just fascinating. It's like this, I like stories about so the mafia. So you're interested in the story, not I'm necessarily the, in the, fact the murder. That they can get away with all of this stuff. They think they're above the law and they're scot-free. So you're more interested in like D.B. Cooper, whatever happened yes, to him. whatever happened but to him. But not like that's a good thing to do is to like no, steal money no, and disappear and jump out of a plane. That. I no, see. I'm not that bad of a person. Gotcha. Just a little bit less. You want a really sad fact about me? Hmm. If it weren't for Kid Rock, I don't know if I'd know who D.B. Cooper was. Oh, my God. That's how that's how bad I was with oh knowing anything God. about anything. I heard that song. I was like, who's this D.B. Cooper and all the money he took? But you know what, though? It meant that you went and you researched something. I did look it up. Yes, I looked it up later. And as much as I despise Kid Rock, good on him for doing something I mean, that, I, that made you learn. I've moved out of my Kid Rock music phase. Thank I'm just God saying for that. Because <laughs> I'm not ball with the ball anymore. No. But no. I do like knowing about D.B. Cooper now. And I have Kid Rock to thank. Thank you, Kid Rock, for the education on D.B. Cooper. And for nothing else. Nothing else, indeed. All right. Uh, take a break. Did I pay off what I was teasing? What are we teasing? We're, I no, know. I did. Sports Illustrated, dumb article. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Next, we've got a very Thanks. easy tease Yay. to handle because we're going to talk to a guy. We're going to talk to Patrick Schulte, the goalkeeper who was on the field when the crew won the Eastern Conference final 3-2 to two over the hated rivals at Kentucky FC. That is next. We will talk to him. You can listen. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's a 10-minute delay on northbound 270 on the north outer belt between Tuttle Crossing Boulevard and 33. And watch out for a disabled vehicle on the left berm of eastbound 70 on the west side at 71 South, causing some stop-and-go traffic from Mound Street. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week Carl Noble, Laborers Local 329 Lima. Carl is a proud 47-year member who's worked for RMF. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Oh, yes. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. We've got Yikes coming up at 534. But right now, we head out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline to bring in Columbus Crew goalkeeper Patrick Schulte. The crew taking on LAFC and MLS Cup this weekend. You can hear it all on 1460 ESPN. Patrick, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing well, man. I uh, live and die with this team, and I was uh, living and dying a lot on Saturday night. Explain to me the emotions that you as a player go through in a rivalry game like that that also happens to have a pretty significant you know, cup tie to the end of it where if you win that game, you go to MLS Cup. What were you feeling on the field there in Cincinnati? Yeah, obviously there was a lot of emotions um, before the game, during the game, after the game. Um, but honestly, just you know, just trying not to ride the wave um, as much as I can, and you know, don't let the emotions get the best of me. Coach always says to stay as cold as can be. 
um, and going down 2-0 early in, in the first half, um, kind of being able to regroup in the locker room and just kind of collect everyone's emotion, how everyone was feeling, and just to be able to come back um, as a team and just kind of regroup, you know, as coach, like I said earlier, coach, coach always says, stay cold. And, you know, we knew that if we got one goal, um, you know, the game, the game and the momentum could change. Um, and that, but after that, like I said, after that one goal is staying, so you got to stay cold again and you got to go find another one and then do the same thing over again. Um, and so honestly, just, just trying to be um, as in the moment as possible was, was my big thing that I was, you know, just trying to embrace so what does it mean to you to be in the MLS Cup? Oh, it's obviously a dream come true. You know, growing up, I remember watching a lot of these finals um, just throughout, you know, my life. So to be able to, you know, experience this with this team um, and this club is, is something truly special. And uh, I'm just really excited for Saturday. You talked about Wilfried Nancy, your your manager, just having that kind of, you know, emotional ability to, push it down and kind of get on with what you have to do. What is it like being in the locker room, like you said, at halftime or in these moments where you get to talk to him, maybe, you know, after you get to the 90 minutes, you're tied up to two, you know, you got 30 minutes of extra time. What kind of messages were you getting and, and just what kind of presence does he give you when you're on the field there? Oh, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, especially as a guy that, you know, has a lot of control over the team and, you know, everyone respects him. Um, in the locker room, it's, he never lets anything, you know, be too big, you know, and, and good times and bad times. He's, he's the same person. Um, and so just, you know, we got, we come into the locker room and, you know, some guys are, you know, unhappy with, with how the game is going. He comes in and just is, is calm, cool. And just, you know, delivers the perfect message that we needed um, to kind of regroup ourselves to get the belief back um, and just go out go out and, you know, come back from down to nothing. Um, and then going into overtime, it's the same thing. It's, you know, we, he's calm. He's, he's given um, tactical adjustments that, you know, ways that we were going to exploit them to score. And he just, you know, he never let the moment get too big for himself. And he just stayed as calm as can be. And, you know, it's, he's been like that all year. And, you know, it's to have a coach like that is, is truly special. So you guys were calm, cool, collected during the entire time. But after you know, it went zero zero. You're done. The game's over. Did he? Did he finally let his hair down? Was he a little bit more than calm, cool, collected when you guys won and you're going on to the cup? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely after uh, after the game, um, he shows he shows emotion. He shows you know how excited he is. But you know, when you look over on the sidelines, and I'm sure that they pan to him um, on TV. You know, he's he's the same person. Like he's uh, he's just so calm, and then in the locker room, you know, after the game, the celebration, you know, he, he lets his emotions out and um, it's, it's a whole different person for sure. Patrick Schulte, crew goalkeeper, joining us on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline, talking about the big win over FC Cincinnati. Eastern Conference champion crew now host MLS Cup Saturday at 4 p.m. You can hear the action on 1460 ESPN and see it on Fox as well as Apple TV. So the trip back to Columbus, what was that like? I mean, that... You talk about letting your hair down a little bit. I mean, I have to assume there was a moment where you get to enjoy that before now you get locked in on the job at hand this week. Yeah, definitely. It, it was it was a fun ride back, you know, with all the players on one bus. Um, you know, just everyone, the vibes were really high. Um, and just everyone was just, you know, like I said, enjoying the moment. Um, and, you know, we enjoyed it Saturday night. 
Um, but, you know, Sunday recovered and, you know, obviously back to work today. Um, but it was, it, it was definitely a fun night for sure. So FC Cincinnati was a bit of a roller coaster, I would say, for Patrick Schulte this year a little bit, going from the first game down there to then clean sheet up here. And then, again, some redemption. You had a moment where it's 2 nothing. I think it was one of their better players was running right at you and maybe in the 50th minute, and you made a save. I don't know if you've seen the replay or heard Taylor Twelman lose his mind over it, but he was calling it one of the greatest saves he's ever seen. What What is going through a, your head when you see that happen, when you see that in the moment? Or is there any thinking, or is it all instinct? Um, definitely, definitely thinking. Um, obviously, going into halftime, I knew um, and talking with, my goalie coach and Evan Bush. It was I knew I was going to have to make some saves to keep us keep us in the game um, for as long as possible. And so I, I had that in the back of my mind. But just reading the situation as it was happening, um, and you know, knowing the kind of player he is, that he likes to get on his left foot. And um, I forgot who the defender was, but I knew that they would cut off a near post a little bit. So I was able to read the play a little bit. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's. It was it was a big save, but you know, obviously, I just trying to do my job the best I can to keep our team in it because, you know, we we all need to make plays, and my job's you know to not let any goals in, and um, that was that was my goal going into the second half in overtime. Do you feel any redemption after that game in Cincinnati on Saturday for yourself? Like personally, did you take any personal pride away from that? Yeah, obviously, I. I I've had some ups and downs this year. Made made some of my uh, a few mistakes that I, I'd like back. Um, so I, I knew going into it, I, I just had to you know stay true to myself and just continue to work um, or continue to be able to show the work that I've been putting in. And so I knew it was in the back of my mind from the last game, but I wouldn't say I took anything really personal. It was just you know trying to show um, to myself that you know what happened in the past is in the past, and I just got to continue to grow in the future. So looking forward to Saturday, and I mean, you guys get to play this at home at Lower.com Field. This is amazing. How much of a lift are you going to get by playing in front of the Nordeca and the diehard crew fans? Oh, it's it's unreal. Um, I said it in a press conference after the game that, you know, they every time I go, you know, go step out um, on the field for a home game, it's it gets crazier. You know, they, they outdo themselves each and every game. Um, and so I'm super excited to you know get out there and see uh what what they do um and just have them at our back um pushing us forward for the whole 90 minutes or 120 whatever it takes but you know I'm, i wouldn't want it any other way um having a cup final in columbus with with all of them you know a sold out crowd uh it's going to be it's going to be a fun saturday last thing i'll ask you and this is just kind of a soccer nerd question is it crossed your mind yet that you're going to be standing there on the field and maybe elbows to elbows with Giorgio Chiellini? Like, right? Like, like that's just something that I can't imagine going through my head. I mean, guys like that, Carlos Vela, you know the challenge, but do you ever find yourself sometimes where you're, you know, standing some with some of these guys, or do you just say, I don't really care what the name is on the back. I'm just out here to play? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I, I don't really think about it personally um, until my really good friends Italian and he, he threw it out to me that I'd be playing against, you know, one of the guys he looked up to um, growing up. Um, so then like kind of, you kind of think about it a little bit, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just another, another guy that, 
you know, has, has had an unreal career. Um, and it's just another opportunity for me just to be able to go out there and, you know, see how good I am. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, you know, it's a team sport. So, you know, one guy can change the game, yes, but they got to get through 10 guys before they can get to me, which, which I'm thankful for. Couldn't have said it better. That's Patrick Schulte, the crew goalkeeper, who essentially saved the season with uh, huge stops there in the second half of that game. Patrick, best of luck this weekend. We're all rooting for you guys and uh, look forward to watching you guys hopefully hoist MLS Cup this weekend. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. What a massive win. We'll talk more crew stuff. I've got a few things to say about that coming up next in Yikes. The segment that's not a segment is next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking the left lane on northbound 270 East Outer Belt after US 33. There's a vehicle in the median and emergency crews are on scene causing some slowdown. We also have a couple minute delay on southbound 315 between West Broad Street and 70. This report is sponsored by the Franklin County Board of Commissioners. The Franklin County Board of Commissioners is now hiring. Check out the variety of positions the county has to offer with great pay and excellent benefits. You must be 18 years or older with a high school diploma or GED. Franklin County is a second chance employee. Search FranklinCountyOhio.gov to get started today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday's going well. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Don't forget if you've missed anything from all three hours of this podcast, which we have available for you everywhere you get podcasts, just search Common Man and T-Bone. You can find us right there. Yeah, it's free. Whoa. It's a podcast. It's recorded. So if you didn't listen to the whole thing, the whole thing's still there, usually, unless something breaks. But when it does, we'll try to correct it quickly. And anyway, you can find it at all your podcast outlets. Just search Common Man and T Bone, the podcast brought to you by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Jen? It's free. It's free. What? Yeah. Holy crap. How nice is that? That's awesome. I agree. Uh, you ready to do some yikes? Sure. All right. Uh, my first yikes. It's going to have to go to Major League Soccer, of oh, course. Oh, strap in, you guys. The Columbus crew made it to MLS Cup, which means they're hosting MLS Cup. Hosting being a term used very loosely with Major League Soccer because they take over the stadium apparently later this week, and then it's a Major League Soccer event, not a Columbus crew event. Mm-hmm. So if you're a season ticket holder to the crew, you would think, well, you would get first dibs on tickets. Yeah. And they got an email that said, hey, you can buy tickets. Your window opens at this time. Problem is... They aren't the only ones buying tickets at that time. Sponsors were getting tickets. LAFC fans, I guess, were getting tickets. Anyway, the point is, apparently this game is already sold out. Oh. According to emails that are going out to season ticket holders now, and a lot of season ticket holders did not get tickets because the site did not refresh quick enough. A lot of these tickets were getting bought up by other places. Good news, though. $91 face value tickets from Major League Soccer to this game that were on sale that should have been on sale to season ticket holders. They're now going on the secondary market for three to $400. That's a big old yikes by major league soccer. They have to do better with this. 
That was not run well. This is terrible. It's bad. It's very bad. My first yikes uh, comes courtesy of Darren Lee. He is a former OSU linebacker. He's now a troubled soul. Look into it. It's not good. He provided his thoughts on Kyle McCord entering the transfer portal, tweeting, burn your jersey on your way out of the woody, bro. Yikes. It's not good. No. Uh, Teddy, go ahead. All right, Big Ten West Division champion Iowa, they lost to Michigan 26 to nothing in the Big Ten Championship game on Saturday. Well, this was the last time the Big Ten will be using divisions to, to determine the two teams who play in the championship game, right? Yes. And, yeah. of course, it doesn't come a moment too soon because the Big Ten West, they finished 0-10 all-time in the Big Ten Championship game. Yikes. Big Ten West, yeah, you get a big old yikes. That's gross. Uh. Uh, how about the NPC of NFL football games that occurred over the weekend when the Chargers defeated the Patriots six to nothing? Mm-hmm. That's just gross. Mm. Yikes. I know it was played in some weather. I know these teams are not very good, but how about total yardage for an NFL game? Not for one team, for both teams combined, 498 yards. Yikes. Not even an average of 250 per offense in that game. Uh, also, Third down conversions, nine for 29 in this game. Uh, Gross. This was just absolutely boring. If anybody watched this and you weren't either a Patriots or Chargers fan, I must question why <laughs> you didn't tune it out. Yikes. Jen. The Pac-12 held its final championship game on Friday night. It was the highest rated championship game in the history of the conference. It also tugged on the heartstrings as they brought all of the mascots together for one last time. They posed for pictures and after everything was over, there was an emotional final meetup in the tunnel of Allegiant Stadium where they all hugged goodbye. This was all happening as the PA system played Green Day's good riddance, parenthetically, time of your life. It's a sad yikes. That's right. It's sad. It's sad. You know, all those cute You're going to miss all those mascots. And they're all Don't getting worry. separated. They're going to other conferences. I know, but still it's sad. They'll the make Stanford new mascot tree. friends. They'll be okay. But the Stanford tree looks so sad. <laughs> they're going to go live on a farm out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Country. They're going to live on a farm <laughs> called the Big 12. The, 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 what, the Oregon State and the Washington State? That's where they're <laughs> yeah, going that's to That's where they're going exactly. to right. It's a nice <laughs> farm out it there. Is. Yeah. All right. But when you mentioned the Patriots uh, lost six to nothing, well, they made a little hollow shame history over the weekend. They became the first team since 1938 to lose three straight games while allowing 10 or fewer points. Yikes. The Chicago Cardinals, they were the last team to accomplish this feat. And the Patriots, of course, during this uh, string of losses, they lost 10 to six to the Colts, 10 to seven to the Giants. And they just lost the game to the Chargers six to nothing. Yikes. Ugh. Score some points. Come Man, on. You know, it's almost like if they had a quarterback. Yeah. Maybe they should look into getting oh. like a Hall of Fame quarterback in that organization. Maybe they would be successful again. Heck, an average quarterback. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Something. You're totally right with that one. <laughs> uh, I love the holiday spirit. I have gotten into it more this year than in years past. I'm enjoying a lot of the uh, festivities. We've got our tree up. All oh. that stuff's good. However... I felt very Scrooged and Scrooge McDuck. I don't know, whatever. I felt very humbug about everything yesterday as I was driving around with my wife. We're coming back from our anniversary. We're going through Delaware. And right as we got on, like into the main drag of Delaware, I noticed there's a little traffic sitting there, sitting there. Nobody's moving, sitting there some more. Nobody's moving. Look up. 
there's police lights, yeah. but if they're just sitting in the middle of the intersection blocking this main road. It's 36, Route 36 goes right through Delaware. I'm thinking, wow, is there a bad accident? I don't see anything. I'm trying to figure it out. All of a sudden, I see like a Santa hat go by. And then a guy with like a truck dragging a thing behind it with more <laughs> Santa hats. It was a parade. Oh, I didn't know there was a Christmas parade in Delaware yesterday. So we tried to drive through Delaware oh, right no. when that was going on. Yikes. <laughs> I had to drive all the way around, turn around. I was you know what? You, not very you, happy. Were you driving your, your amazing Mustang? Wasn't. We were driving oh. another vehicle from Valley Ford of Columbus okay. well, called my, uh, Ford Explorer. But yes. You should have just been like, hey. I'm the fans T-boned. Can I join <laughs> this parade? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. That would have gone really well. They would have said who? Who? And yikes. Jen? My final one, Pat McAfee, he's, you know, on college game day. Well, this past Saturday, he played to the mostly Georgia crowd gathered prior to the SEC championship. He started off by leading Georgia fans in a call and response chat of what's that coming down the track? It's the mean machine in the red and black, which would lead anyone to believe he was going to pick Georgia as the winner, but then he gave his pick and he just shouted, give me Alabama. He then led Alabama fans in a roll tide chant. His fellow game day hosts, except for Desmond Howard, who didn't understand what was going on, were rolling in laughter and the Georgia fans were really sad. Yikes. Teddy. All right. For this uh, last yikes, we're going to college basketball. Yale. They had a five point lead on Vermont with 3.8 seconds left. Vermont, they quickly made a layup to cut the lead to three, but there's only .6 seconds left. Yale then attempted to inbound the ball, but there was an offensive foul and the when a Yale player pushed off the Vermont player. So, yikes on that. And Vermont, they're going to get the ball now with .6 seconds left, and they're down by three. They inbound the ball. They hit a three-pointer while being fouled. Yikes! Vermont hits the free throw, wins the game 66-65. Yikes. What a who's, comeback. Who is Vermont playing? Yale. Yale. Yale, you know what? I've yeah, always said a lot, lot of dummies man. at Yale. What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> they were maybe, dumb, yes. Maybe raise those admission standards so you have a bunch of stupid players out there knowing not to foul when you got a three-point lead with half a second left. What are we doing? Well, they don't give athletic scholarships in the Ivy League. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot they don't do yeah. that. They don't do that? No. Oh. It's for smarts. Yeah. Oh. So you got... Wow, that's that's really impressive and stupid. Stupid. How about a big old yikes for all them? All right, back page is coming up next. Jen and I will talk. I think with Timmy Hall, he'll swing in, Timmy. sashay in. Timmy. He'll do something. We'll talk to Timmy next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on the right side of southbound 270 West Outer Belt at Tuttle Crossing Boulevard. Police are on scene, slowing some things down. And some slow-moving traffic eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Holidays mean amazing savings for the holiday season. Right now, save 50% on custom holiday cards and invitations, as well as custom photo gifts like mugs and calendars. Offer ends 1216. Visit staples.com slash print for more details. Have yourself a merry little holiday at Staples. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Final segment of the program. Now joining us is the host of the Buckeye Show, Timmy Hall. Jen Winters is in with me. Timmy? Oh, he you guys. In. How are good you? Good to see you. Good to How see you. Doing? Oh, we're good. Yay. Hey, Jen. Timmy. Why are you sitting so low I in that chair? Because, A, fan TV, even though people don't know this yet, but fan TV is watching me, and so I'm trying to sit it's, as it's, low as that's, possible. It's not on. There's no fan TV. Anyway. It's in also, the building. It's also, just, it's just, there's cameras in the studio, so but no one knows up, about them. And I always feel like I'm going to fall out of my chair when I sit really high up like that. And so I just sit here. It's fine. It's just, I just look I'm like a you. T-Rex. I do like, I do like sitting lower. <laughs> I'm sitting up higher than I am comfortable with because of that. Height. I don't know why that's just, that's right not now for me. you're not comfortable. No, I'd rather be lower. Yeah. Jen I'm, looks like she's sitting at the children's I table I at Thanksgiving. Like yeah, but, Hi. Well, that's, another side dish. Well, here's the thing, Hi. Timmy. They made the desks high enough here that they gave us those taller chairs that have the little bar around the bottom so yeah. you can rest your feet. Mm-hmm. I would rather Count, rest counter my feet. Height. Yeah. yeah. I would rather rest my feet on the ground because I have short little stubby legs. Sames. I don't like feeling like yeah. a child going, Wee! like I'm just sitting in a <laughs> like, high chair. And I so are I like not my feet. I, I like my feet to be on the ground. Yeah. And for that to happen, I'd Look have to sit Jen. lower. Tall guy. Lean and tall. That's feet it. Touch the ground. Story. Jen, don't you wish you were six feet tall? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, that'd be something. Must yeah. be nice. Yeah, must be nice to be blessed with height, Timmy. Even six feet. There you go. Wish I would have been like six foot four, six foot five. Oh, stop. It would have been better. Stop. Yeah, it would have been better too, up to a point. And then at some point you'd be like, you know what? I wish I was a little shorter. That's what I've... <laughs> I've heard that from tall people who are like, you don't know what it's like to be 6'6". Six, six. Like, no, I don't. I wish I did, though. I, I love... I damn I, sure would be Duncan. I know that. R- right. See, th- there, you said it. You said it. You said it before I said it. The only, <laughs> the only thing... The only thing we think about, oh, I wish I would have been 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you're right. We all think we would have been professional athletes. No, no, no. That's the only I don't thing think separating that. us from being pro athletes was being 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, oh, I, I do, not, also I do not think that. I do not think that. I think I would be able to dunk, though, if I had been 6'6". Six, six. I think at some point in my life, I love it. Just, I it just grew two just inches. Grew. No, I if said I was six, six foot nine. I would have been able to I dunk. Said six, six foot six. eleven. I could stuff it. You know, I said six six. I think I could dunk it. Maybe six foot four in my prime, <laughs> I could have dunked it. But no, I I know now that's never happening. I'm just saying, I would have. That would have been all I would have consumed with in high school if I was aiming for six six. Yeah, I would have been Man, trying about, to dunk all the time. Talk about the two sport star, maybe three sport star. Would have been a hurler on the mound, right? With that height, you could would have been. been. I would have been Duncan. Be, but... Would have been like that three slasher on the court, and then would have been the the pocket passer with a little bit of mobility. I like some mobility. I, I would. Tight end. You think that's what you would have done if you were six six? You'd have done all three. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I would have been Absolutely. just. A, I would have been a one sport guy. I would have oh, been right no. there in basketball. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't want to specialize. Yeah, keep those I do. Options open. I want to specialize a lot in just basketball because I like that sport a lot, and I would have loved to be six six and try playing it. That would have been a fun thing. How about those Buckeyes yesterday? Hey, the, man. the women. Before I talk about the well, men. either one, Tennessee on the road. Yeah, smoked we, them. We wasn't, talked to wasn't close. Coach McGuff yesterday before the game, and well, Tito has so excited. Tito has Coach McGuff on speed dial one, and Coach but McGuff is so getting tired of it. Uh oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll handle the relationship from here on out, Tito. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That but was no, good. That was awesome. Seeing the men get the victory too over Minnesota. That was a nice win there. Yeah. 
Just just win. You know, I That's know they, they were they were up so big yeah, in the first were. half and Minnesota had a dude named Dawson Garcia that threw thirty six points on their heads, made it a little bit interesting. But hey, unlike some things we've seen in, in the past year or so, they made the winning plays down the stretch, hit free throws and I mean we're gonna have a whole segment. Uh, I know everything that's going on tonight with football, and we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it oh, heavy. There stuff going on. With we're going to hit it heavy in the first hour. All right, starting with Kyle McCord and all our thoughts on what's happening with the transfer portal. Oh. But Bruce Thornton is so good right now; he gets his own appreciation segment. Nice. That's I yeah, like he's, that. He's in, incredible. That's awesome. Not a spoiler alert. Buckeyes ranked, so that's also good. Like see the men's team getting ranked. That's nice. In one of the polls, in one, right? Twenty fifth yes. in the coaches poll, yeah. and They're right on the outside looking in in the, on AP. the AP. Yeah, yeah. but a little, a little nice. Doesn't matter right now. Little it's nice a little momentum. Taste. I know. Yeah, we're just getting just started. That's good. All right. What else coming up on the Buckeye Show? I assume there will be some discussion of transfer portals, Kyle McCord, etc. Yeah, that's it. And Bill Rabinowitz, who covers the team for uh, the Dispatch, maybe we'll see if we can get him to substantiate any of the crazy rumors. Just going to say, Bill, make up a rumor for us right now. I like that. That's, That's awesome. always good. Let it be true. It's good to ask a journalist yes. if you can make uh, yeah. a yes. rumor up one of these live wi- on the air. One of these wild rumors going on right now. Would you put your name behind any of them? We'll see what sticks. Sounds great. Nice. Love that for you. All right. Uh, Buckeye Show, two hours coming up next, and then we will join in progress. Yeah. Well, we'll get them at 8 o'clock. You'll get... Bengals, Jags, oh, on the road. Remember when this used to be a big game? I know. It would have been exciting if you had a <laughs> yeah, quarterback. Three weeks ago. Oh, Ouchie quarterback. Jake Browning. Ah, uh, your guy. All right. That's uh, that's good stuff, Timmy. Back page is coming up now. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Jen, take it away. Two things. First thing, this Thursday here, 770 Twin Rivers Drive, Columbus, 43215. Be here. Drop off any new unwrapped gift for our big 10TV WBNS 97.1 The Fan Toy Drive. It's going from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Stop by. You'll get to see all sorts of cool people who work here. How many hours are they going to make you stand out I don't know. I'm excited. Ten? Can't can't wait. Bart Scott and I will be there. So, please... Stop by, drop off a, a toy for the kids. It's awesome. Also, today we had the official announcement of the Sonic Temple Festival happening at Historic Crew Stadium May 16th through 19th. Oh. And, and if you are, are the a top fan two? of music, Who are the top two. You, oh, Just give me the top four two. Four Nights, Disturbed, The Misfits, Pantera, Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, <laughs> Yes. Stained. Yes! Ah, 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 stained, and it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Mudvayne, oh. Seether, Breaking Benjamin, Judas Priest. Wow. 311. And oh. and for for non-sports Matt, and for non-sports Matt only, Living Color and Sleep Token, baby. There oh, you go. Oh, wow. And you then, had me uh, at Limping with the Biscuit the, and 311. <laughs> the Timmy? only thing I'm excited for, well, two, Mr. Bungle and Bad Religion, and that's oh, it. Oh, Bad Religion, that's cool. Yeah. Now, Timmy, I'll tell you what. If you go to the night that August Burns Red is playing, I will go with you, and we will go in the pit. Pit? Pit! For August Burns Red. What, what do they do? Are they kind of like... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not kind of like that. That's all they do. Their Christmas album? Excellent. You should they check it out. They have a Christmas album? They do. The, oh, the lead I'm singer, listening to it on the The lead singer home. is actually posed like Mariah Carey in the All I Want for Christmas <laughs> with the outfit. 
That's exactly <laughs> right. By the way, Bone, if uh, you didn't check your Instagram yet, I sent you one where someone's... I, I'm seeing a lot of them going around now where people do their Christmas lights to... To death favorite, metal. To, yeah, oh, or, yeah. Or whatever, whatever yeah. genre. I saw one that was set to 90s rap, and it was like a sequence of <gasps> Biggie and Tupac, and it was oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. And I sent Bone one that was set to Chop Suey. <gasps> nice. Oh, Where there's like faces made out of lights that like move their lips yes. super fast. Oh, I'm my like, God. I up? love it. She wanted to. She wanted to. You wanted to. I don't think, think you trust. trust. Yeah, all right. That's it. That's uh, it. All right. We'll see you later. It's uh, Buckeye Show coming up next. Man and Bone back tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident on the left side of northbound 315 at North Broadway, causing some stop-and-go traffic from Kinnear Road. And if you're downtown, about a five-minute delay on eastbound 70 between the 71 east and west split. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. With a Chalupa Supreme, beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twists, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever, and $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for limited time only while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation, which varies. Drinks exclude freezes, tax extra. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening, I'm Ryan Baker. Ohio State starting quarterback Kyle McCord has entered the transfer portal. McCord went 11-1 through for 3,170 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions in his only season as the starter. He was 8th nationally in QBR and completed 65.8% of his passes. If the Buckeyes are looking for a quarterback to replace him, some in the portal they may be interested in include Washington State's Cam Ward, Duke's Riley Leonard, Oregon State's DJ Uyungale, Oklahoma's Dylan Gabriel, and UCLA's Dante Moore. Monday Night Football tonight, the Bengals are 10-point underdogs on the road at Jacksonville, and Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett had surgery on his sprained right ankle. This one's sponsored by BMI Federal Credit Union. Get a holiday loan from BMI and choose loan amounts from $1,000 to $5,000. Visit bmifcu.org slash holiday loan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.